So this is No Sold, episode 39. We're back again. East-West Connection. We're on the road to WrestleMania. How are you guys feeling on uh, your respective coasts? Pretty good. Weather's bonkers for Los Angeles. Snowing, hail, rain, everything. It's a mess. It's like, what is happening? Snow. In LA. Really real super, super duper light. But still, it's the fact that it even happens, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy out here. Definitely weird. And uh, just to correct you right off the bat, it's the roads to WrestleMania. Mm. I stand looking, corrected. Looking forward to it. Not as much Frank's as Frank face. is. But... Frank's face right now. <laughs> I can't now. wait for it to be done. Oh, man. Then you're going to have to deal with a three-year reign with that yeah, man at the top wish. of the business. <laughs> you, know, you know how they have taglines every year, like um, Big Time, or this one's uh, WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. Frank's tagline is WrestleMania Easy Skip. Yeah, Easy Skip is right. WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. How original. I know, right? Yeah, that, that never happened before. Never heard that before. I wonder they, if they're uh, going to do any clever little skits, um, you know, to incorporate movies into it. <laughs> we got one very memorable one already. We talked about it. <laughs> also, um, I saw that but Triple H is going to have a shorter card with less saturation yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the, Dude, yeah, the problem is it's still two fucking days long. yeah cut a you whole I mean? night it's out, like trips. cut a day off and we'll be good yeah. Yeah, right. like, he's on the right track day. maybe yeah <laughs> until they sell it i, I heard i heard wrestlers were like upset you know a lot of wrestlers are upset that they're not gonna be featured and it's like i get it right especially if you look mm-hmm. for that payoff or whatever like it sucks to not be on wrestlemania but like that's how the business used to be right like yeah. you were on the card you were stoked because you yeah. are now he's like everybody just wants a spot. Like here, here's a thirty man Andre Royal. Here, here's there a, you go. Here's all this other stuff just to squeeze yep. seven hundred guys onto the show over two nights. You know, it's like listen, yep. I get it. It does suck. I want you guys to make money, but at the same time, I don't need a million fucking things. You know, like especially for just for no reason. You know, like if you have matches, I don't care. I love a packed card. If you have matches that you're actually built to or whatever, and it's and it's you just have a bunch of matches, great. But just mm-hmm. to put guys on for the sake of being on, I you can miss me. You should earn it. That's how it used to be, so to speak. And that's earn that's very spot. cute. Of, that's very cute of you to say that Triple H is uh, doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Triple H finally um, doing some things I approve of. That's big pop I, of Vince, pal. Oh well, hey, thank you, Vince. <laughs> so we did actually talk a lot about WWE last week because we went into Elimination Chamber. We talked all about the roads to WrestleMania following that. And we're going to definitely be talking more WWE as the weeks go by. But I feel like right now we with Revolution coming up Sunday, AEW Revolution, we wanted to sort of, you know, put the spotlight on AEW, talk a little bit more about their product. It's been a little while since we showed them some love. Um, we got, you know. A lot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a stacked card for this show either, because it's it's a bit shorter. Because there's one match. It's going to be 60 minutes. <laughs> and before we get into the actual card, the predictions and stuff like that, I thought it'd be fun to just get your thoughts, both you guys, on some of like the latest happenings in AEW, the good, the bad, the indifferent maybe. And indifferent in wrestling is not the best emotion to have. So yeah, definitely, you know. Um, I just thought it would be fun to at least talk about some of the current product with AEW. And like I said, the good and the bad. I feel like right off the bat, if you guys don't mind, let's talk about the new announcement, the announcement they had last week. Because I have this checked off as a good and a bad. 
because bad we hype up the announcement probably could have been delivered you know online though maybe through like a, a tweet the good part is this there's going to be a new show documentary yeah. show frank what do you know about this i mean i know there's going to be a show after dynamite that's an hour long and Britt baker and adam core gonna be on the first episode that's all i know yeah. but you know like i think what when you mentioned like the hype up of the announcement i mean they announced they said it once on dynamite and then he announced it the next dynamite you know what i mean i think the internet gets carried away with you now and they're like is punk returning is it going to mm -hmm. be a new signing is it a new japan show you know i think the internet made it all hype he just said tony khan has an announcement to make and then they made the announcement you know what i mean i, I don't understand you know people get themselves the internet is the them. avenue yeah. to, mm -hmm. to sell things now though yeah. and they they did post like 16 times that he's got a big announcement yeah that's, that's called, the way you, you know advertising right like you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely they also had the best they also had the best rating they had all year you know, so like it works. So, it does. you know, like I, I just think the announcement is what it is. I didn't because I was like, I didn't know what the announcement could be. I was like, is it going to be ROH television? You know, like I was in like bad ballpark. Like I didn't I didn't think it was a signing. I didn't think it was CM Punk or any of that crazy shit. But like, you know, I didn't expect some reality <laughs> show either. But I'm glad, you know, because that's just more exposure. That means the network is liking them, you know, to give them an extra hour immediately. That's after the good their own part. Show. Yeah, like the network. I saw the network exactly like gassing them up, talking about they get four million viewers. Yeah, I saw the or whatever the fuck they were saying. You know, like okay, like whatever. You're as long as you, you're happy. You know, like that's all I care about. You know, but yeah. um, yeah. Let me know. ask Duke really quick because with us, um, we grew up on like vignettes. We grew up on things to kind of give <clears throat> some depth to some of these characters. This looks like it could be something that takes the curtain back a little bit. We could see a deeper look at some of these characters. This is actually up my alley. Like, I don't think you need another hour long wrestling show because mm -hmm. between between us three and the rest of the listeners, Rampage to me isn't my cup of tea. Like, I don't think we need to cram another hour wrestling in. <clears throat> what do you think about this show idea, Duke? Or will you, and will you tune in? Is it up your alley? Um, no, like Frank mentioned, I think it's good for them. Obviously, like more exposure is always good. I won't watch it. On it. it doesn't interest me. Like, um. I like to suspend disbelief when I watch this stuff. So like mm. me saying like Adam Cole and like pick one, like Orange Cassidy hanging out and mm. playing video games doesn't really interest me. I don't watch like being the elite or any of that stuff. Like I, right. I, I'm just like that. Like I don't even um in movies like, TV show Game of Thrones they would always have that behind the scenes stuff directly after the thing mm -hmm. after the show I never watched one one thing of it because I mm -hmm. like to I like to suspend disbelief you know like I don't want to see these people interact I want to make believe that whoever like you know Brian and um, MJF for example I want to make believe that they really do want to tear each other's heads off you know so it doesn't interest me good for them good more, more exposure for them I'm glad Adam Cole's back and healthy but we'll see i also I think that's a good that. i think that's a good first episode too with all his drama and like yeah we've been talking about how unwell he was for a few months there and you know Britt baker's the top girl over there so like their relationship that dynamic being the big stars they are or whatever it is like i think it's an interesting first episode but like we'll see beyond that you know because like you said orange yeah. cassidy and whoever playing video games it's like yeah i don't want to see that either yeah but if mm -hmm. you give me some sort of like intriguing you know like real personal stuff that you don't get to see because i do watch being the elite and like i do watch all that youtube stuff as well so it's like 
I'm into all that, but that's like tongue in cheek, you know, it's all goofy. But like John was saying, what I think what made me get attached to AEW so much is that I did watch that stuff and you get to see these guys and you start to care about these guys. Like I care about guys in the dark order. I don't love them as the unit on television, you know, but I'm, I've seen them so much on being the elite and it made me like Adam Cole more. It made me like Hangman mm-hmm. before, you know, like just the wrestling mm-hmm spoke for itself you know so like those type of shows did add all that dude i was watching being the elite and, and, and cheering for the stooge that they have the the, the elite have the, you know the cameron guy uh you know like i was brandon cheering cutler. for him brandon cutler, cutler because when yeah. he was doing that feud with avalon yeah. where it's like who's oh, yeah, gonna win yeah. first when they yep. couldn't win a man being the elite is what got me into all of that stuff and it made me watch some dark because like oh <clears> i kind of <throat> care because they're doing this on the being the elite you know so like i think it's good ultimately because I get watching YouTube isn't for everybody, you know what I mean? Especially when it's no, consuming yeah, for wrestling. Sure. But like, you know, it's on television right after the show. It'll probably get some people, you know, especially some people who are used to tuning into whatever the fuck they're tuning into after the show, whether it's the Slap League show right now, whether it was <laughs> battling robots before that, you know, yeah, like whatever right. it is, it's like, you know, it could be good. Wasn't that Cody's show good. before that at one point? The Cody uh, weird yeah. panel, like yep. show, judging show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, whatever that was. was with remember that. And remember, yeah. he had a show too with Brandy. Remember and he that? He did that, too that, for oh, like yeah, two right. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, but I think that's the um, thing. Go ahead. Like to fr- to Frank's point, um, YouTube isn't for everybody, and this other show won't be for everybody. But now there's something for everybody, you know? Like, because mm-hmm. I watch both dark shows every week, you know, because I'd rather watch like the wrestling than like the yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. And like, I love storytelling and stuff. I just never been a big reality TV guy. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I never watched fucking, you know, total whatever it is, Bella's Divas, or Divas, Bella's, um, like Miz had a show or something. Like, mm-hmm. I never watched any of that stuff. It just doesn't interest Dude. me. But it's good to have something for everybody, I think. Yeah. I'm hoping this is like quality. I'm hoping it's more because like reality TV, obviously, you guys know I work in reality TV. So, like, I know the format. I know how it goes. You know what I mean? And like, I couldn't do that Cody and Brandy show just because the format is so generic. It's so phony. Same thing with the Bellas and Diva show, right? Like that format of television is so whack. So like, if this show is like the in similar vein, I'll be disappointed. You know? I don't think like, it will I, be. I'm watching. I'm I don't think it will be. You know, I watch that's, Ultimate that's... Fighter stuff all day. I watched the Slap League. I worked on that show, and it's just like, uh, to, all that shit is so washed for me you know what i mean so it's sort of like mm. i hope it's something clever i'm hoping that they're doing it proper and make it like a a show with some substance you know versus just like feeling like this is fake reality you know no I mean? scripted reality i don't think it'll be that i hope not and i like i'm with you duke like i don't want to see you know the behind the scenes of twin peaks that almost tarnished my viewing experience you know when i did see that but i think it could be cool if it's not so much guys hanging out playing video games, I think AEW will kind of keep kayfabe going a little bit and just maybe spotlight the characters mm-hmm. real lives. And, you know, hopefully, like you said, Frank, it's, it's done in a more dramatic vein yeah, with exactly. substance, good editing. We'll mm-hmm. see. I wanted to at least bring that up. Um, and also flipping it over to the bad, we'll start, you know, pretty hot here because it's topical. And like I said, we'll get into the card itself for revolution, but we have to talk about MJF, the title run of MJF up to this point. It's been a while that us three kind of talked about, you know, where we're at as far as champion of the world in AEW. Uh, 
we've all gone back and forth about our criticisms and I'll, you know, I'll get to mine in a minute, but what do you guys think right now? Where are you in MJF's run? I think I was probably the most down on the guy from the jump between out of the three of us, especially down on him winning the world title, just because I, you know, wasn't sold. I've never been 100% sold on MJF. I think he's talented. I think he's good. I think he's the future, all of that. But, you know, just wasn't sure of him yet. And I, a few weeks into his reign, I was already like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know about this. Ratings were going down. Not that he's to blame for ratings, but, you know, when the champion, whoever your champion is, he's going to get some of that. He, Nash, infamously got it all, you know? So it's sort of like, I think he was, the numbers were dipping. I think he still doesn't, as much as he does have an identity as his MJF guy, I feel like he still doesn't fully, that's not fully fleshed out yet. I don't think he's like, he's not MJF the way Ric Flair is Ric Flair as we know it, right? Like, I think he wants to be that guy, but he still hasn't quite figured it out. You know, he, he calls himself different things every week. He, you know, yeah, we get that you're a douche. We get that you have money or whatever it is. And now you're the champion. But like beyond that, it's sort of like, you're, you're confusing to me, dude. And you know, and I think everything he does is good. I think the promos are pretty good. I think his matches, whenever he does wrestle, are good. It's just, he's not moving the needle for me, I guess you could say, you know? And it's just like, it's fine. I think it's, I think it's very obvious. And I, I don't know if you guys would disagree that he's the weakest champion that they've had so far. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like within the company, um, I feel like everybody's runs have been super memorable. Maybe it's because he's not having matches and other guys were. You know, like he's not like the fighting champion, which I get. I can appreciate he's this heel guy. You're not going to highlight the champion every episode. You know, you kind of keep him special attraction. But I don't know that he's a special attraction either. You know what I mean? Like going into this pay-per-view, it's like, oh, we're not so stoked to finally see him in this Iron Man match. You know, it's more just like people kind of hoping Brian beats him, <laughs> which isn't going to happen in my opinion. You know, so it's just right. like one of those things, you know, it's just like, I'm just like real wishy-washy. He could lose that belt to Brian and I'd be stoked. Even if it does kind of like put a, you know, like a speed bump on his career trajectory. Uh, but I think like it's probably needed. You know what I mean? I think the chase is the bigger thing with um, MJF, as you could see. I think it's very clear. The chase for the belt and all that's more intriguing than him with the belt. He has the belt and it's just like, okay, well, cool. It makes the, uh, to me, the belt feels less important at the moment then that's, even like that's something some of I want the other to, belts. You know what I mean? That's something I want to throw to Duke because usually, like you know, they they say the uh, the man should make the title, and in this case, it's feeling like they're trying to make this title make the man. And that's the mm -hmm. first time I remember, for the most part, AEW doing this. Uh, you could mm -hmm. argue with Hangman, although I think he came into his own. Duke, I'll ask you because Frank mentioned all these different personas. You know, we got the. The man, the rich guy, the bratty, you know, the bratty uh, entitled rich guy. We had the devil. We have the monster behind the mask. This week we had the depressed, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll take a fistful of pills if because, you know, uh, this title means everything to me. The same title he renamed the Triple B. I'm ranting and raving. What do you think yeah. about MJF? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with Frank, like, um, and you really like you said about the title making the man like and I agree hangman is is immediately what I thought of as well but um yeah just the the wishy-washy you know gimmick changes every week like he's a different character every week again mm -hmm. there's no doubt he's a talented dude like 
I just think he needs to pick a lane. Like, I don't even like his wrestling style. Like, I feel like his wrestling mm. style doesn't fit him. Like, I don't want you doing all Japan strong style. Like, if you're this cowardly, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense. It's a lot of, um, I think that's just current pro wrestling now. Everybody just has this, like, style where they do super kicks and they do 450s and moonsaults and roaring elbows and it's like no like you gotta pick a lane like and it, that goes for his character as well the dude can talk but like pick what you are kid like mm-hmm. are you the devil are you gonna kill yourself now because you're <laughs> depressed are you like yeah and it's a lot of it too is honestly like i'm no prude or anything but it's very bad taste too like yeah. something to joke about you know what Shop i mean value like, yeah, yeah it's just you know what i'm saying like and I'm again, I'm not this sensitive ass little prude, but like, come on, bro. Like you're I think he's better than that. And like, I want to see that from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, he he's has supposed to be classy, classes, right? Like, he has yeah, these um, but big scarves and suits. I said that before, though, you're, he's supposed to be classy. And the first thing he does is trash up this belt. Yeah, yeah. You know, he shows that he's just a trash person, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And once again, doesn't make any sense to his character. I'm not going to sit week before here. he told uh, Brian Danielson when that sit down promo <clears throat> where he was talking about switching seats with a young girl and putting her in the seat because he drove drunk, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Shock value stuff again. But um, he actually told the story and he said, I get off on being a piece of trash because that's who I am. I'm a scumbag <laughs> and I love it. Right. Cool. Uh, MJF. The next week, you know, he's talking about how he's this classy rich boy yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know i guess you could be all yeah. those things right i mean yeah, sure the, i think the thing is like if he just picks a lane like for me i, I people love this guy so it's mm-hmm. we're yeah. we're absolutely in the minority and yeah. people are going to hear this and they're going to be like these guys don't know shit about shit because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah this fucking guy's the best thing going and he's not mm-hmm. but he has know. a chance maybe to be a very memorable jake the snake roberts said I don't think in 30 years we're going to remember 10 guys from this generation. And that was like maybe him kind of exaggerating, but like really to be I remembered, mean, you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like I, I equate it to like, I don't know. We're just in this world where everybody wants to goat everything. It's just in everything. It's in, it's in sports. It's in wrestling. It's in movies. It's in TV. As soon as something comes out, Mm-hmm. And it's good. Like people feel the need to like say, "Yeah, we oh gotta rank God. it." Yeah, this it's like no man. Like I remember, um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and people were like, "Oh my God, it's the new Star Wars." I'm like, "Here's the thing, guys. Star Wars is still here. <laughs> Forty six years later, Star Wars is still here. How can it be the new Star Wars if Star Wars is still fucking Star Wars? You know what I mean? Yeah, and like." Yeah, we'll see. Well, Piper, Piper, I think that real quick, real quick to Jake's point, Mm -hmm. he's wrong because Daniel Bryan will be remembered. Well, he said 10 guys, so maybe he'll be one. Yeah, I mean, but like (laughs) there, I think there are some guys that you will remember. Like Daniel Bryan has cemented his legacy Mm -hmm. in professional wrestling. You could make an argument, and I would sit here and listen to you, that he's the best in ring performer ever. I would yeah, listen to that. I was thinking you know that recently. Saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like 
I don't agree with Jake on that. Also, Jake crowned FTR as like the greatest tag team of all time, didn't all he? All time, yep. So yeah, I guess there's did. two of his guys, right? Yeah, but yeah. the one thing Not about to... Jake you can't dis, 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 uh, disagree with, in my opinion, is if you um, hear MJF cut these promos, when he does that, like, man, like when he does that thing where he calls everybody man or bud, mm-hmm. like he's stealing yeah, from hey, guys bud. like Jake. Yeah, I can't stand that. And like flair look maybe like 40 years ago i guess it would be there were three guys sitting in a room saying how much of a ripoff flair was from stealing from nature yeah. boy yeah, buddy yeah. rogers mm-hmm. like maybe we're giving mjf a hard time because we watched jake we watched flair we watched piper maybe there's all these new fans like frank always says they didn't watch those guys yeah it's right true. and maybe they yes. think mjf's a genius Mm-hmm. I I think once again it's the times that we live in when yeah. mediocre becomes good and good becomes great and I think MJF is good and I think mm-hmm. that people are saying this guy's better than he is that's all I think that the guy's going to have a good career mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to be like one of these fucking all-time greats that you look back on because if he's imitating everybody what what are we saying so you know, he's... I hear you. I hear you. But like he said with Nate, or you look at Hogan, you know, these are all imitators who just were able to transcend who they were imitating, right? And like, and I, right, I'm right. hard on MJF, you know, like I'm, I've been harder on MJF than the average bloke. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm not willing to say he's not going to be that guy because he's 24, right? Isn't he something like that? So who's the he's a young guy? Yeah, 27. Okay, but who's to say when he's 35? He's not comes like, into his own. The, you know what I mean? Like we're not talking about the greatest of all time or something, right? We That's what know. I'm hoping for. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, for sure. Like, and I'm again, I'm not like anti MJF. I'm just, yeah, yeah. and as far as Flair goes, he took Buddy Rogers' name and his name. robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> whole shtick is Ric Flair. Do yeah. some research. He made it his own. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's Ric Flair. Right. Like, but you know, he comes out, um, MJF, and if you're going to emulate the someone emulate the best you know yeah emulate piper and flair my thing is with him i have no problem with his emulation but you got to pick one lane Mm -hmm. like he's all over the place yeah you know what i'm saying you know what's funny is that like i've been thinking that about his matches as well you know what i mean because i'm Mm -hmm. like yo your matches like are popping crowds you know what i mean almost Mm -hmm. one you almost if you just looked at him and you didn't know he was a douchebag you'd cheer for the guy in his matches except for when he does like a sneaky underhanded thing right but like he's doing moves all his you know, everything he does is like, oh, they're like, you know, he's surprisingly like, you know, um, what is the word I'm looking for? But like, you know, he moves around a lot in there. He doesn't like slow it down. Yeah, for he's you, like agile. A good heel. Yeah, he's agile. Yeah. He kind of flies he has, around. He wrestles he needs like to. a yeah. basically a baby face style, yeah, exactly, which is not. Yeah. Once again, I think that comes to management, too. I think mm-hmm. that comes to leadership. Yeah. Like he's a kid, man, with all the tools, like help this guy to succeed. He they he may have wrestling gotten stuck good. in a situation though, like WWE has been previous, where you know maybe he's upset and he's going to leave, and contract stipulates uh, certain things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like to please a guy to stay, right? Because you don't want him going to WWE next year or whenever his contract's yeah. up, right? Or like or whenever it was up. So it's like you know maybe maybe you know like not to give him a pass on anything, but like Tony Khan, right? Is this young? promoter right and maybe he got his first sense of uh 
I could get fucked without giving somebody, you know what I mean? He saw Cody mm-hmm. go, you know, and he saw now an MGF is potentially, and he, you know, you had to maybe give some guarantees because there's always going to be those guys who can negotiate themselves a better deal than maybe they even deserve. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's what happened here. And the bidding war of 2024. Yeah, exactly. Did, I mentioned that I think originally that he's going to hold that title till 2024. Then it's going to be like part of the story what based on what we're talking about and like you alluded to the ratings and even just the feel and we'll get to this feud with brian when we talk about the card in a minute but like the feel of these main events this world title picture i don't know can they go a year with this guy yeah i don't know i don't think so but i said that about roman right and i'm not saying um he's roman (laughs) you know because roman has seemed to found his you know niche you know and Mm -hmm. like in, in the pro wrestling world so i give him credit but you know, I said that about Roman. We had this conversation last year. Like, I think you might go to WrestleMania. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You could probably look it up <laughs> on an episode, you know, and I didn't think yeah. that was happening. And yeah. here we are, right? Here we are. Now yeah. I think he's going to keep it forever. I don't think he's losing to Cody. I don't think he's losing to anybody. Now I think Roman right. is going to keep it until he beats uh, he dies. <laughs> Hogan or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't think they could do a year, though, with him. It just, it's not it's, it's not compelling, right? The thing that got Roman over was mm-hmm. that it became compelling. Even if you yep. hated his matches and shit, adding Paul Lee, you know, changing his music and his wrestling gear, adding Paul yep. Lee, doing some of this Bloodline stuff. Early days of the Bloodline didn't care. Sami Zayn took it to another level. You know, they found the momentum. So I guess anything can happen. And MJF maybe they can maybe, find maybe finds that dance partner with MJF that takes him to that spot. And if it hasn't been Brian Danielson, yeah. who knows? Maybe this match with Danielson makes him. You know, sometimes you just a guy has to be made one night, and then you know he's good for however long that takes carries him. We'll see, but I yeah. I doubt, and I don't want to see it for another year at this rate. You know? It's funny though, like I'm not compelled by him and Brian like at all and i love brian Mm -hmm. i was very compelled by him and ricky starks though which is weird i don't know like if it's like the new thing like you know seeing like two young guys get a chance to like i like the idea of like having two homegrown talent you know quote unquote like being like your guys you know what i mean like and i was i liked that feud a lot and it ended immediately like yeah, yeah. and we'll I talk about super... danielson we should talk about danielson and, and um and mjf the the feud in a minute but i want to at least get get a couple more from you guys as far as like good bad indifferent um i want to throw one out to you guys and one is kind of indifferent one is good but they're sort of both similar and the the indifferent feeling for me is keith lee return <laughs> sort of like the lack of sizzle because him and uh, Swerve had sort of a, a build and then there was intrigue and now it's kind of a forgotten thing. And I'll let you guys touch on that. But the other one that I had that is good was of course, naturally Christian's return <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, attacking jungle boy, but like them picking up that feud where it left off, mm-hmm. which I think can be really fun. But what do you think about both of those? Well, Keith Lee, you know, I don't care about the guy, you know, like he's a, uh... You know, I'm glad he got a haircut, I guess. Uh, <laughs> shave some of that, like, stubble. Um, his facial hair doesn't look quite as dumb. It's like he's bleach blonde now or silver or whatever it is. He has a new outfit, new gimmick. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I want <laughs> Keith Lee to do well. He just doesn't do it for me. Um, 
because I like I I like the tools that he brings to the table because I like a big guy who could move around like he can, you know. And I I like I know that's like a a big thing old heads like complain about, you know, if you're big, you know, you don't go jumping off a shot. I like that he can, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Vader did, you know, it's like, and I like ben, that. Ben, ben there's did. other guys. You know what I mean? So it's like, I like that. And he reminds me of them in ways, you know, obviously he doesn't wrestle anything like them, you know, but so I like that about him and I want to see him do cool shit. Cause like when I first saw Keith Lee, listen, I didn't, I wasn't big on him on the indies. I didn't really know, but it was WWE and I was seeing him do stuff like an NXT or whatever, or even when they started doing all those shows, when NXT came up and started beating everybody's ass, you know, and it's like, I thought he was cool. He looks goofy. I know what you guys say. And, you know, he looks, <laughs> you know, silly and all that. He's not like the typical guy build, you know, for a wrestler. But, like, I just thought he could do cool stuff, and I thought he could work. So, like, I always want to see him do well, but it's just, like, his AEW run as tag team champion, him and Swerve, I was fine with it, I guess. Like, it grew on me. Um, And then the feud with the Acclaim was cool. But yeah, like, good matches with the Acclaim. Yeah, good exactly. feud, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't care so much. I'm just talking more about the execution yeah, yeah. overall, <clears throat> like the comp, like him coming back, and even the booking, like, yeah, because like it came, he came back, and then it's like I guess they're holding it off. They don't want to put it on this pay per view, but it's just like eh, kind I of. I think lackluster. there's an audience for it, you know. Like I think if you're these Keith Lee and Swerve marks, you know, who are like super into them as tag team champions, you know, I just think we're not them guys, you know. So like. Then when he comes out, um, his big return is like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even know whose music it was. I was like, who is this? And then I was like, oh, it's Keith Lee. And I was like, okay, I guess that's fine. You know, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But just like, I'm not into this swerve shit with his crew, um, because I just don't like those guys. I as of right now, you know, I like that swerve has the mogul affiliates. Going. Yeah, mogul affiliates. I just not, I'm just not into it. And I think swerve is like extremely corny. So like, the more he talks, the more like bugs me. Um. And like you know how Swerve is like this music guy, right? Like he's like, oh, I'm at the Grammys, and I'm like, I'm friends with all these rappers and shit. I like listened to a clip from his podcast, and the intro song to that podcast was maybe the worst song I've ever heard in my life. You know what I mean? So like in that really, his podcast made me look at the Dynamite show and go, "You're not nearly as cool or good as you know what I mean." Like in terms of like that mogul, you know, rap industry. It's an guy act. That yeah, acts, it's, yeah, it might still you know, might not be like, his. Uh lane might not yeah be it's like shit. it's it's just like so like i'm just not into the whole thing with keith lee and swerve so like there's no impact there for me but i'm cheering for both of them to figure it out okay duke what do you think about the christian and jungle boy return uh christian returning and the jungle boy feud commencing well real quick about keith lee number one he returned on rampage yeah mm-hmm. so like no one saw that shit so when he does show up on Dynamite, people are going to be like, oh, Keith Lee's back. That's cool. Yeah. I think that Keith Lee, like, could have a place in AEW. I just, like a lot of these NXT slash WWE guys, I just think he's not used correctly, honestly. Like, yeah. it felt very WWE to throw him in a fucking tag team with Swerve. Their name was Swerve in Our Glory. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> a W... That's a WWE. What's that? They were a tag team before, though. I'm just saying, like, Mm -hmm. they called them Swerve in Our Glory. Like, that's such a WWE. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about Jungle Hook, though? Jungle Hook's a cool name. Yeah, that's money in the bank right there, pal. But, like, all these guys, it's just another example. Like, um, Malachi Black, like, he's done nothing, man. You know, like, what if I did the elite? Sure. Yeah. How long did it take? (laughs) You know. How's the build with it? That's I just feel problem. like the misuse kind of, of guys, because like I mentioned before, um, 
will not make this a show about Keith Lee, but like Keith Lee, Kenny Omega fucking intrigues me. Mm-hmm. I would watch that match and I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. But like Keith Lee fighting Swerve over a tag team falling out with. Oh, he crushed a cinder block on his stomach, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that fucking Parker Boudreaux, who can we stop saying his name in the same sentence as Brock Lesnar? Because it's yeah, just disrespectful as fuck. Mm-hmm. That dude blows like go away. Yeah. The guy that um I think it like maybe one of his roommates drew all over his face. Take him with you too. Mm-hmm. Like Trent, trench. trench, bro. Sure. Whatever his name is. Go away. <laughs> Keith Lee's back. Let them go. We'll we'll trade one for two. Yeah. And then I was as just, far as I, Christian. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, sorry. No, no. I was just gonna say to wrap it up on the Keith Lee thing. I'm more <clears> confused <throat> by like the booking, maybe Tony Khan wasn't super thrilled with the reaction Keith Lee got and kind of put the brakes on all that for now, because it was like, he comes back. We haven't seen him in three weeks. Here's a pay-per-view. And I know like TK spaces people out, you know, he, he kind of like, we'll have you guys like yeah. Darby out on a three week run, four week run. Then he hasn't been on for three weeks. It's like, so I get it, but maybe they'll come back to the Keith Lee swerve thing. Um, I just thought and it like was Keith Lee's had, issues that we don't know about too like mm-hmm. you know yeah. like he had some health issues health that we issues, never really yeah. found out about like he was mm-hmm. gone for a while even when he was with swerve like he would not be on tv for a little bit so who the hell knows what's happening but i'm with yeah. frank i never want somebody to not make money or anything good for them i hope they succeed those other goons though they mm-hmm. they blow like they bring yeah. nothing the parker the parker boudreaux one was disappointing to me because i i remember everybody remembers he was First came on when they signed him in WWE and they were like the, the next Brock Lesnar, I guess mm-hmm. just straight strictly based on his head because mm-hmm. nothing else looks re- even reminiscent nope. of Brock Lesnar. But then he gets fired really quickly. But I remember seeing him in WWE and being like, Oh, this guy sucks though. So okay, whatever. Yep. Then he gets fired quickly. And then he shows up on dark or whatever and be like, Oh, okay, he still sucks. You know, and then like, ah, yeah. oh, damn, this is who you brought into like Swerve's crew or whatever. Like, I don't know, I don't know what they're seeing that we're not, you know, but like I don't like the guy. He overacts. He doesn't look tough. All that big boy nope, shit and tattoos and chains, and he nope. still don't look tough, dude. I don't, I don't understand all the snarling and all that. Don't you don't do anything for me? Nope. Um, and like we're as Trench, I think Trench kind of looks tough, even though he looks silly with all those terrible tattoos all over his <laughs> face and shit. But at least he looks like. You know, if you saw that guy, you're like, you know, for sure. So like, I'll give him that much. I I, didn't, yeah. I don't know anything about his wrestling, obviously. Um, I don't know if he's ever even wrestled a match before. But um, yeah, the the Parker Boudreaux was disappointing to me because that was one of those signings where you're like, ah, oh, don't do it, TK. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that's just one of these guys. And now he's on well, TV. Well, that makes me wonder, did TK, yeah. like, do enough? I'm sure he did, but, like, what did you see in him where you thought you could work with him or, like, the crew you have mm-hmm. could work? If they couldn't work with him in the Performance Center in WWE, like – you know, granted, they've messed up some stuff, but even Jake, but they Roberts signed said, him, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah, signed, they signed him to the performance center, you know, like Vince was just coming, you know, doing all those layoffs when they fired a hundred people, he was one of them, you know? So it's like, I'm not willing. Cause so was Malachi black. And so with all these other guys also in that same run. So it's sort of like, I'm not willing to say like, cause there's obviously something right. Like trips thought he was something TK thought he was something, but I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's a big dude. He had tattoos all over the place, and he played football. And you know they love these guys that played football, mm-hmm. like Baron Corbin, because that's worked out fantastic. 
Yeah, well, I, I'm, you know, I'm team Swerve. I, I'm pulling for him, and I mean, we'll see where it goes. What did you think about the Jungle Boy thing? <clears throat> I mean, I love Christian. He's one of my favorites of all time. Not top ten, but <laughs> if you want to see our top ten, go back in the archives and check that out. But Episode no, I'm always 10. happy to see Christian once again. I feel like um, we talked about this too. I think he's just in like helping the young guy mode. Yeah, which is unfortunate for me as a fan because I do think that he still has something mm-hmm. to give. I still think he can put on great matches. He beat Kenny Omega like a year ago, and it was like one of my favorite matches of the year. But it's cool, and I'm sure that um, you know, he'll help, he'll help old Jungle Boy get along Jungle now. Boy Jack, yep, Jungle yeah. Boy Jack. <laughs> yeah, I think audio. I think we're gonna appreciate yeah. these guys though. Like as disappointing as it is with Christian, who's just in help helpful mode mm-hmm. and i think i think after revolution 2 we're also going to realize that uh brian danison's in help help helpful guy mode you know what i mean yeah. because like i think he's clearly there just to wrestle good matches elevate yep. some guys who he thinks are the goods you know what i mean and and i think this is like more of a long-term thing which is like hard to see right now in the moment when you're just like want to enjoy the shit you're watching you know but like mm-hmm. i think in a few years we'll be like man mgf having runs with punk brian danson moxley and all these guys it's going to make him better and it's better it better make him better same with christian and jungle boy you know what i mean oh no i totally understand yeah the point of it it's just me as a christian fan like i'm like oh man like this dude can still go you know like i would like to see him like have you know yeah awesome matches with all these cool ass dudes in this company there's still yeah. so many intriguing matches in in this company, and these guys haven't even like crossed paths. Like, honestly, I'm intrigued by Adam Cole and MJF. I think Man. that could be cool. Yeah, I won't tune in for that. Let's you don't uh, worry about it. Yeah, I feel like with Christian, the the one problem I have with their feud right now is um. You know, this is like my criticism with some of what I've been watching with AEW lately is like not letting stuff breathe and not letting me, you know, get a little bit more invested. Christian has the big return. He lays out Jungle Boy. And before you know it, we're like cutting backstage to a brawl. It's like, and it is very, very action packed. That's the style of Dynamite. But like, I hope they give the Christian Jungle Boy feud a little bit more. I guess depth, a little bit yeah. more uh, explanation. You know what I mean? Like they were doing with, because even Wardlow and Samoa Joe, we'll get to that one in a minute. You know, they're trying to uh, lend some deeper meaning behind the cutting of the hair, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Sit down interview with Wardlow. You know, they picked their spots. There's just so much to cram in. And um, yeah. I want to ask you guys, because you talked about wrestlers helping the younger generation. See Claudio. That's another one. But I want to bring up someone I have this as a bad, and I don't think it's bad for the same reasons fans might think this is bad, but a girl that's supposed to be helping out the division in Soraya, she's wrapped up in a very convoluted feud. She's spray painting, you know, green L's on people. (laughs) My issue with this is the lack of explanation. And it's like, it's already we're already a month into I guess Soraya's heel turn, but it's more like the crowd turned on her I guess because they were bored or they didn't think she was that good in the ring, which I think is a little unfair. The girl's been away for a while, you know. But I wanted to ask you guys what you think of the whole. I don't think it even has a name. It's like Soraya and Tony Storm are <laughs> team outsiders. 
mm-hmm. low rent outsiders. What do you think, Frank? I'm I'm curious what you think about this. Yeah, like Soraya hasn't done it for me, you know, since she's been back, but I don't have a problem with his angle, right? Because first of all, I never thought Paige Soraya was as good as everybody gassed her up to be to begin with, you know? Like I know she's important for the women's you know, revolution and all that. But I never looked at her as like so great that her automatically coming into a the building work wise, like elevates everybody. But I don't mind this story. It is typical. It is like kind of like predictable with like the WWE girls, you know, or like or maybe the girls that feel like they've been to the big show, you know, big timing these other girls. So like I'm not against that. That's sort of like just classic wrestling shit. So it's like, okay, they're trying it. I don't think Soraya has been that great or impressive, but like you said, she's been gone for eight years or whatever it was that she was tired, you know, out with injuries. So it's sort of like, it takes time, you know? And like, we all know there's not enough girls to have like, to elevate her, right? Like when she needs the, you know, like somebody to like to lean on. I don't think she has quite as many people to work with to achieve that. So it's tricky for her. I think like you said, maybe the crowd was getting tired of her or whatever. And it's like, may I, I think there could be some truth to that, but I also just think like she came out acting like she was the shit automatically. You know what I mean? Like she was some, like so important that everybody should have known. And I just think the crowd in AEW doesn't care about you being the shit in WWE necessarily. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like, I just don't think that worked. So immediately they were like sour. And I think they did a good job of pivoting away from her being like a face or anything immediately. Like don't even bother, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not working, you know? So now you're a heel and now you get some heat, you know? And I think Tony Storm has good matches in that company at least. So it's sort of like, I think it could work. We'll see at this pay-per-view. I don't want her to become the champion or anything like that, you know, but I don't also don't know what the end game is. Well, they haven't explained any of it really the best because they haven't even come out and cut a promo together to tell you what it is. They did some backstage thing where they kind of jumped the the girl um, that holds the clipboard. Her name's escaping me. Um, Do you you know who I'm talking about? Leva, Leva Bates. Leva Bates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they kind of jumped her and laid some really weak looking kicks in, but her and Tony Stewart, like they haven't explained anything. And I don't, I don't need everything spoon fed, but it's like, okay, you're a heel out of nowhere. And it just yeah. feels very, um, I don't know, sudden. And what do, what do you think of the Soraya that you're seeing now? Cause I actually thought really quick that I thought she was there to help the, the division. Frank, I remember when she showed up, you were like <clears throat> her name value. Definitely no, I thought the this. name, yeah, I thought the name value would be significant, you know, but. But I want to ask Duke, what do you think? What the, what's going on with Soraya, Tony Storm, and this whole women's division? Yeah, I mean, I think that it was smart because, you know, the fans didn't give a shit. They kind of booed her from day one, which I agree is unfair. It's just that typical wrestling fan, you know, fickle bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know, like she comes back, she's not an AEW like wrestler so even though she is now because she works there you know it's just very corny I think to like boo her and stuff and like shit all over when she hasn't wrestled in literally years so I think it was smart for them to turn her because now she can shit on the division and you know say that you know they're gonna take out all the AEW originals blah 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 and to Frank's point like I don't think that she does have that person that can elevate her now either because like we all love brit all three of us love brit baker but like in the ring she's probably average i think that's fair to say you know Mm -hmm. and um i think she can have great stories you know 
But um, the only, I think, person on that roster that can elevate her is currently not active. I think Thunder Rosa could really have a great match with Soraya. Yeah, that's true. I think so. Um, besides that, I mean, Tony Storm's been having good match. I'm not Tony Storm. I'm sorry. Jamie Hader's been having good matches, but like, who knows? Chemistry wise, stuff like that. Um, I think the spray painting, the L's is very corny personally, but I don't know. At least they have, Hey, at least they have something, right? They're trying to tell a story, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, what is the story? You know, that's my argument. They're while they're, they're hating on the AEW originals you know yeah like the homegrown yeah i got you i mean it sounds (laughs) like it's not your cup of tea very uh familiar little uh yeah you know well you know what else is pretty familiar putting someone through a gauntlet to get (laughs) and that's been done a few times and yeah. too, you know what's but, funny know. is like Britt Baker in wrestling and wrestling period you know there's certain mm-hmm. things right that it's oh, just that goes back, wrestling yeah. you know and it's just Britt Baker and Soraya uh, Soraya's feud was actually if you want to call it a feud but their build to their one on one match I believe it was at the last pay-per-view that was like my number one or two match I wanted to see because I was so mm-hmm. interested in their dynamic the match like you said Duke unfortunately like the match wasn't memorable didn't deliver and we know by now Britt's the good storyteller to get you to the yep. to the match, but the match isn't going to be great. I mean, and I've accepted that. But um, you that know what? Being I wanna... said though, like she's still my number one favorite wrestler in that division, yeah, like same. for sure. You know, yeah. like it's not all about like that. You know, I I still yeah. think that I think if Britt kind of um, worked on her style and didn't try to do the shit that these other women do. I think that she could be better. But once again, I think that comes to coaching and management, you know, like you focus on the good, right? You, you, Hey, she's good at talking. She's good at storytelling. Let's focus on that. She's not so good at drop kicks and fucking whatever else, you know? So like, you yeah, know, Roddy Piper had I, and no I agree arsenal. With you. I agree with you, but these, some of these people are so young that we got to figure out if they could get good at those things. You know what I mean? So you still, cause a lot of these people are learning on the job, you know, like they didn't have a developmental system to go through. They didn't have to get called up to the main roster. You know what I mean? So it's so like a lot of these girls and guys, they're going to have to figure this out. They're all young people. So many young people, at least not all of them, but there's so many young people. So it's like, she has to kind of figure it out. And like, and if she's just not working on it either, just highlighting what she's good at, then she's never, definitely never going to get good at anything else. Right. So like, I feel like you got to do this stuff and if it works, it works. And eventually you find your spot and you realize, okay, listen, I tried it. It's not for me. I'm not going to be that mm-hmm. flippy guy ever. You know what I mean? Even if you wanted to be, but don't you think that it's the responsibility of the coaches to be like, Hey, well, Rick. no, the thing is about that is Jake Roberts, another one. I I'm quoting him, but he said, no one, and I, and no one listens to anyone backstage okay. in AEW. Well, good. That's, that's great. He <laughs> said he stopped, he said he stopped trying because they do not want to listen. And that's All Jake. Right. So if you believe yeah, I mean, it or Jake not, Jake is the most foolish guy, you know, yeah. one of them ever, right? In oh, the most so. foolish guy. In yeah, no, not the most. Not the most. That might be, <laughs> <laughs> that might be vamp, but, uh, you know, he's one How of them. dare you. Dude, Jake the Snake went on to Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast like a few years ago. I, I know you were yeah, there, John. And it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. 
the most full of shit. I couldn't stop rolling my eyes out full of shit, you know, throughout that. <laughs> you whole know what thing. though? Like, uh, you know who's not full of shit normally? At least I don't. I don't think so. And I'm not a big fan of this dude. But I listened to Mark Henry earlier, and he's another mm-hmm. one. He said a lot of these guys backstage do not want to listen to me. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, but listen, listen. If you're MJF, right? He's already achieved more than Mark Henry did in like his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, not sure. for nothing, Mark Henry. I know when it's Jake the Snake, yep. you know, maybe I'm he said that about punk though, too. Whether you don't hear but listen, Mark Henry said that about punk, like that they weren't listening to punk at all. They wouldn't yeah, take but, anything from punk. Mm. You don't hear Christian though saying these things. You don't hear Brian Danielson saying these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they seem fucking positively thrilled in that in that company. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like, I don't know. I mean, Mark, I'm sure yeah, they who are. knows. I'm I sure mean, the point Bro, is, I you're think talking, that... you're talking this. Mark Henry is getting paid just to say time for the main event. You yeah, know what I mean? Yep. And then like we're acting like he's a legend, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I, don't know. I am not acting like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think it could not, be the case where bit. it's, it's an indictment on the wrestlers, not yeah, to. No, I agree though. Like, I definitely think there's a problem with thinking you're something bigger than you are at the moment. You know what I mean? With like a lot of these guys. And listen, now I, Hangman did that shit. You know what I mean? As much as yep. we like Hangman, he yeah. did that shit. He didn't mm-hmm. want to listen to people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's obviously something. We know the Young Bucks are kind of divas. You know what I mean? Young Bucks and Kenny, mm-hmm. they already feel like they're the biggest thing that ever happened to wrestling. And they're but but you know, when you watch their their matches you don't have these criticisms though because i think the young bucks have really compelling matches regardless of the flippy flop bullshit i just I still accept do their think style they, i mean but i yeah. do think they tell stories though too i really do i do you know like um but like you but know, i'm just talking these... about more of the attitude that seems to be like within the company. yeah yeah like if your guys yeah. at the top are already like hey this is what it is and you're right, boys right. with those guys at the top it's sort of like well what do i care about some mark henry who right not for nothing was given a world title for sure. longevity you know what sure. i mean he comes in and mm-hmm. tries to drop knowledge it's like bro yep. not for nothing but you couldn't wrestle like me you couldn't cut a promo to save your life yeah. except if you were yep. in a pink suit you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's sort of salmon like, salmon suit yeah salmon salmon <laughs> so like you know you know, I just think that you know, people- you know who listens though really oh, yeah, well for sure. You know, you know who listens really well. You could tell he takes good advice because his star is rising. He's got a great, great, great mentor, and that's Ricky oh, Starks. God. Oh God, I knew because it. you know he listens to <laughs> Cody Rhodes. You know Cody has taught him well. So that's a guy. You know, I give credit for listening. Well, um, if that's the case, like, and then we can move on. But if that's the case where these guys aren't and women aren't listening, like, it's a shame, quite frankly, yeah. because like. I think we all did this shit where like we got good advice when we were younger and we didn't really pay attention to it. But like, honestly, like even a guy like Eddie Kingston, man, like guy's been around for fucking, I don't know. How long has he been around? Over 15 yeah, 20 years, years, I'm sure. At least. Right. Probably like, 20 years. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I'll, I'll bet that Eddie Kingston has some good advice to give you working yeah. the fucking indies for all that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what to do, what not to do. You know, like, so you talk about Britt Britt Baker's 32. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you can say young in the business. Yeah, yeah, in the business. I mean, but that's that's what it is, right? Like, but I mean, also, as you get older, like, you got to be willing to take advice. And I think a girl like Jade Cargill seems to be listening because she doesn't overdo it. You know, she doesn't overextend herself Mm -hmm. in her matches, you know, so she it's not everybody. It's not every guy and girl. She has shown improvement too. every. You know, like every few weeks, like she improves, I think, you know, but you know, like we're, we're, we're finding these things out 
because they're out there doing the shit. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like if Jade never did anything in her matches, we wouldn't know what she could really do. But whenever we saw her try to move a little bit, we go, okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not your thing. You know, keep working on it. Keep working on it. Mm -hmm. Dude, she had a sequence in a match a few weeks ago that end, like where she ends up in her move. It was such a crazy, like, she caught i want to say it was sky blue the way she caught her and caught her yes thing. i know exactly it was so it was like such it a was cool, cool little secret yeah, it was for cool. jade especially yep and that's a girl that if we were like listen stick to what you're good at looking great mm -hmm. flexing hitting your move she may have not even attempted something as bold as that you know but like you gotta you're they're all learning on the job she's not this young spring chicken either you know what i mean but she's right. still gonna be learning so i get it i 100 agree with you when you're good at something, you know what I mean? Maybe you should accentuate that, but I'm not mad at these people now. I mean, the company is only four years old, right? So it's sort of like to, to abandon all hope of getting better at yeah, but wrestling, hey, four, this, that, whatever, you know. I that's think not, it, but that's, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm not talking about abandoning hope or anything. Like, I'm not going to those extremes. I want them to improve because I want the product to improve and I want them to stick around. It's not like I'm sitting here right. like... Rick Baker sucks. She can never yeah, do a yeah. moonsault. No. Don't ever fucking try it. I just think it's up to the coaches to accentuate. That's yeah. the word I couldn't fucking think of. Thank yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, hey, Britt, maybe try this way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think I think they're doing a decent job of accentuating this shit because when Britt Baker first started in that company, that first year one, I couldn't Brutal. stand her. Couldn't Brutal. stand her. You know what I mean? I couldn't stand her. And mm -hmm. then like, they accentuated what she was good at. And now she's the most overgirl they've had in the company. You know what I mean? And I think like, you know, I think they figure these things out as it comes, you know? Um, and some people are just, you know, unfortunately some people are just going to find out that they're not shit. And even if we were hopeful that they were, yep. you know, like that happens often as well. So we'll see. Yeah. I think we're also, we're obviously doing a podcast. We're micro analyzing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. each person's, um, you know, like flaws and their strengths. If you look at, you know, WrestleMania one, you know, which we did review, go back and check it out in our very first yeah. episode. But, yeah, um, brutal. you know, look, <laughs> it, it, this was 2.5 years after Vince bought the WWF. He had WrestleMania. So you could say like, damn, you, you, you know, in two or three or four years, you can make major leaps and bounds, but they also had guys like, SD Jones. If we sat there and nitpicked SD Jones or the executioner, or even, you know, we all love Volkov and Sheik because of their characters, but like we would have probably been like, oh, you know, Sheik doesn't move as well as Tito mm -hmm. Santana. So, like, that's the other side of the coin is maybe because we like sort of micro analyze where we're kind of uh, nitpicking. Yeah. yeah but, I think um, so, but, you know, what are you going to do? But it is true. Like, I, I want to see like duke said like a better product real quick and then we'll talk about the card i promise but i want to just give you one more uh, i just want your opinion on the next thing because i was talking about spray painting on the guys and girls backs the big green l's brought me back to a time when the nwo was spray painting silver and that's uh, how when it got to the worst of the worst because it was so low rent and that's uh one jeff jarrett was in that group and jeff jarrett is in uh aew to this day, very day, bringing in his TNA stench, Duke. You and I watched. <laughs> Jeff it's Jarrett. funny how the, it's funny how the stench wasn't there when he was in WWE right before it. But as soon as he it's comes, because AEW, he was in stench. WWF. <laughs> the thing is, he was also he's also been in, he's been in every wrestling promotion. John, I he's mean, also uh, surrounded by TNA guys. That does not no, help. I do Truthful. agree, but it's just like yeah. it's no, just no. funny when John goes the stench of Jeff Jarrett. He well, you know, 
TNA is the <laughs> shit. TNA, but, but, but listen, like Jeff Jarrett God forbid was a anybody, God forbid anybody makes a living anywhere besides the <laughs> Look, WWF. If you like Impact previously. and TNA, like that's cool. I can tell you. Like, uh, I shout out to Zern, who loves Impact and tunes in every week. And his boy, Josh Alexander, just uh, had like a little milestone in his title run. So let's yeah, put some respect on that days. name. That's yep. how long he's had days. the belt, 300 some yep. days? Oh, wow. And you know, he beat Christian of... for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, shout out to Zern. Shout out also to Ed, who probably tuned out during that last segment where we were talking about women's <laughs> wrestling. Sorry, Ed. Hopefully, we didn't lose you. No, I only brought up Jared. Look, Jared had a character in WWF. So when he's on their TV, like it doesn't remind me of him being in TNA. But like Duke said, coming into AEW with Jay, like Jay Lethal next to you, yeah, and yeah. I'll give just you his whole like carny wrestling thing that I'll, I respect I'll say and it. I enjoy it. But. I'll say it right now. I fucking like those dudes together. I do. Yeah. I don't Listen, care. I don't I don't hate them like on segments, but I am annoyed that they're in a title match at a yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? And yeah, if I, you remember way back when when Jarrett first showed up, I think we all kind of said it's cool that he's here, but like stay away from like the main event, stay away yeah. from like booking, you know, and like I mean, it's the tag team titles. It's not yeah, like there's going to be four teams as long as they don't you, win. Though. If they come yeah. out with the titles, though, yes, I have a problem with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but we, we we've been talking about teams like the like the Butcher and the Blade. You know, we yeah. talk about guys exactly. like exactly you know, the fucking Butcher bit. Brothers. Yeah, you know, they had the a run Lucha at least brothers. lately with the tri you know trios titles. Yeah, but come but I, on, man. But I think it's just like with Jarrett, man, the TNA thing, I only bring it up because it's like I saw him in a segment with um one of the like actors from Cobra Kai. Of course, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, a fifth rate actor that they bring in. And it just reminded me of like that TNA Nashville shit where he would just hit some low rent celebrity with a guitar. And then, you know, it's just all of that stuff on AEW seems out of character for what they were doing Who i know did you say they had yeah but they also had a golden globe winner too you know what i mean academy oh. award nominated actor too that they hit a sure you know what i'm saying so it's like, it's sure. like listen all the celebrities aren't going to be a listers you know That's yeah how i mean they had everywhere. Shaq on there they've yeah. had um, mike tyson like rappers yeah i get it's it just, but it's just like with jared i just feel like with him just him being on tv to me it just brings back memories I don't want. You know, that's just where I'm at with <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. I just don't want the TNA stench all over AEW, man. And like it's... I said, I'm a, probably the biggest hater of Jeff Jarrett in this group. And I wasn't thrilled when he showed up, but he's been entertaining to me. But like, mm-hmm. I don't want them in the title picture. I look, they're in yeah. it right now. They're, and you know, another thing to me, the bigger thing issue, other than like Jay Lethal and Sanjay and Jarrett being in a title match, is that. They lose every fucking feud. How are they in all these titles? You know what exactly. I mean? Like they keep getting yeah. all these title opportunities. Like Jay Lethal lost every feud he was in. They they formed this <laughs> team. They lost every feud they're in, and they still mm-hmm. still keep getting shots. I'm like, come on! At some point, it has to be like, all right, you guys haven't earned anything. Sanjay works hard. Even, I think. Do he's they a good even character. have the rankings uh, anymore? They've been no. like easing just, off of it until okay, it's like yeah. gone. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, that's too bad. I like that. Yeah, that was what separated them. And I always thought it was it was a tough <clears> thing to paint yourself into a corner, but um, they they seem to have got, gotten away from it. I wanted to at least bring up Jarrett. And, um, you know, I, let's talk about the card. And um, if you guys have anything else in the midst of talking about this card, obviously feel free to jump in. But let's go through the card. You know, we'll go kind of quick. Um, let's talk about that tag title match. So it's the Guns, New Champions, 
you guys can give me your opinion on that as we talk about this card, this match. But it's the Guns versus the Acclaimed, former champions, versus Jared and Lethal, versus the winners of this mm-hmm. next casino tag team battle yeah. royal on Wednesday, uh, which will decide the fourth team. We had a battle royal last week to determine the third team. Overall, um, real quick, your guys' thoughts on this match and the fact that they did the little switcheroo with the guns and the acclaimed. I, we have, we obviously haven't been talking about the show, but my roommates can vouch. I predicted it a week before it happened. I said, I think the guns might win those belts off these guys just for storyline purposes, you know, like, and I don't think they're deserving. I don't think they're even good enough necessarily at this moment, but I think they're in a promising team, but I like it because it's different from what they're doing in AEW where, you know what I mean? Cause it seemingly has been like really good teams or really good or well-known people winning these belts or established as the world champion, like established guys, or you're going to establish guys with the guns. It feels like they're undeserving. They're making it a point that they're undeserving, you know, to these young guys. And I think it's something that can elevate them long-term so, like, I like the move. It doesn't feel like they're going to have a long reign with the title. So, like, I just like it for story because that shit happens. You know what I mean? Every now and then there's an upset, you know, that shocks the world, you know. And even if they can't defend the belts ever, it happens in combat sports. It happens in pro wrestling. So, I did like that move. I saw. I remember the internet melting down over it. Like, how could you do this? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's sort of crazy. Like, it's just like, come on. It's like the acclaimed, not for nothing, but it may have been, like, tapering off just a bit you know they weren't as white hot as they were for a month or two there and then sort of like give them something you know maybe winning the belts back get some that juice or whatever you're gonna do as long as jared and them don't win but like i like the guns as the champions it's like yeah they don't deserve the belts but that's the story so it, it works for me um you know i thought it was a shocker you know even though i predicted it it still is a shocking moment you know that when we look back on it you'll think of that you know the first time the guns won the belt they were super underdog i wish it would have been a bit against a better team no offense to the acclaim you know but it would have felt bigger if it was like some super established team that they took the belt off of and it's like a real like imagine if you guys would be fucking furious but imagine if they beat ftr or something like that you know <laughs> what i mean it would have been it would have been one of those things like and they were feuding with ftr you know? sort of mm-hmm. before ftr took yeah. a break you know yeah. my problem with the, the title change was first of all like the feud was it was picked back up because they were feuding and then they shifted to the Jarrett lethal and they acclaimed and then they went back to the guns. But my whole problem was the match was so bad and sloppy. And I just was like, man, this is like a tough way for them to get their moment because it was really just kind of ugly. Duke, what do you think of this title switch in this match now with the four way? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I get it. Like Frank said, like the big upset thing. And we talked earlier about like the belts making the men. I think that I think that's what this is, you know, like the, you know, giving these kids a chance. And like, I like these guys too. I do. I think um, both of them remind me of Billy in like different (laughs) ways. And I think that they will be, you know, solid wrestlers, you know, at some point. So I'm, I'm, I wasn't like mad or anything like that. It's just, you mentioned earlier, like Butcher and the Blade, like, you know, teams like that that just aren't even I mean, even like the best friends, you know, like guys that have just been there from like day one and just aren't even sniffing the the tag team titles. I just think it kind of sucks for them, I guess, you know, but I think it also goes to show like being over though right because i think right. the, the guns are way more over than the butch and the blade and i love the butcher and yeah. the blade, you know but yep. they're way more over than the butcher and the blade maybe not more than the best friends but 
Orange Cassidy, I think, is the main yeah, exactly. guy sure. and the best one, friend. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not even I, like this best friend fan. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's, just it's like too bad of, that. Yeah. And like, well, we I don't think want. We, also, we don't want to get into the habit of like also doing what WWE does. No, which no, is, like, not at all. Reward people for longevity. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah. like, I do think the best friends are over. Yeah. I think that also presentation is important and when you march the butcher and the blade out every single week and they yeah. lose mm -hmm. to every single team on the roster yeah then yeah they don't have a fucking chance it's the kiss of death it's like when you're i'm surprised i haven't put them in a handicap match yet like, i'm wondering though you know i'm like, wondering if ultimately though butcher is a solo guy yeah, you know what I, I mean? think because he is, like man. his solo, I, if you look at what he does solo, like he has yep. like the most eliminations and like in their like paper, their rumble matches. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like he has all these like little numbers and statistics. Like Do you like, guys remember dude. when Moxley fought him? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, cool. Do you think that that's Moxley handpicking him? Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Why the fuck is John Moxley fighting the butcher? Why is Moxley fighting these guys on dark? Because he yeah, sees yeah. something in them, you know? Yeah. Right. And yeah. like. Nothing against the blade. He, he's a veteran. He's always in great shape. Like, I think he's a solid, a solid ass hand. Like, but like, I agree with you. I think the butcher is the star yeah. of the group. And I don't think it's because of his wrestling. I just think he's really, he's just cool. Cool. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah. it. You know what I mean? And like, right I wish he didn't shave his head completely. Me neither. I think he looked cooler with the yeah. long hair and bald on top, which is yeah, very weird yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, look cool. Yeah, we'll do a whole um, show on the butcher and the blade next week. Thank you. <laughs> well, real quick, uh, just prediction, just for fun. You oh, think, real quick, uh, that's what yeah. I was going to say. I was going to mm -hmm. ask you guys who you thought the team was going to be. Do I we think the, do we know participants sorry. at all? Oh, uh, no. yes, we do. Um, and I know that if I'm not mistaken, it's a lot of the same <laughs> teams <laughs> that were second in last chance week. battle royal. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, another. I guess another uh, redo of last week's, but um, these are the teams that we have confirmed. So Roosh and Preston Vance top flight. Okay. Uh, your boys already. Yeah. Your boys, the best friends, Duke. Aussie open. Hey man, Chuck Taylor is a Sixers fan, bro. Aussie open. Okay. Jarrett and lethal. Oh, I'm sorry. They, those were already, uh, they, okay. are you sure this isn't the last week? Cause they're all in the same match. They were all in that match last week. Apparently, uh, Lucha Brothers, Butcher and the Blade, it's a lot of the same guys. Silver Are and Reynolds. Are you sure? Yeah, I know. This, well, is, I know. this is the new card? I'll, I'll confirm it, but I I saw on the gram, uh, like the, the graphic yeah. was uh, huh. very, very similar. Yeah, because I thought Aussie Open lost what? and then because they wrestled on Rampage afterwards because like it was something like, oh, the fans wanted to see Aussie Open one more time, blah, blah, blah. And they fought well, the Bucks, I think. Hmm. Well, we'll have to confirm it. We'll have to confirm who's the next. I the think other my my uh my guess is top flight. Top flight. Yep. They're That's what I. Was it makes sense. Yeah. They've been having like good matches yeah. and big wins. I mean, you know? yeah, I just think they'll add something to the match. It'll be yeah, fun. Exactly. You know? Yeah. They've been having then, their moment, and and like if they don't get in, I feel like what was the point of them having their moment like yeah. the, lately? You know, they've been building. Yeah. I yeah. thought. Um they beat the Young Bucks, didn't they? A few weeks ago. They did beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks and they almost beat Claudio and Moxley. So it was uh yep. 
But anyway, who do you guys think whether or not we can confirm the participants in that casino <laughs> ladder? I mean, who do you th- do you think that team will end up taking the, the match at Revolution? No. I, I think, think the guns okay. will keep it. Yeah. I'm inclined to believe the guns will keep it too. At first I was thinking the acclaim might win it right back. Yeah. Um, but I just I think that's not as compelling. You know what I mean? And then I think FTR is coming back. And I think FTR snatching on finishing that feud that they were building with the guns. I think that's the team who ends up taking them back. And I think they you come do. with CM Punk too. <laughs> wow. Dream on. Did you hear? Um, let's, let's all say it. Let's manifest it. Let's yeah. put it out there. Did you hear um, TK? It's probably just, you know, speak for the sake of speak. But he said that he doesn't. At the moment, there's really nothing that he has for CM Punk. That's got to be. Yeah, it's bullshit. Come on. <laughs> How can you not come have on. anything? Yeah, I know. Come on. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything have... for the biggest fucking Sorry, guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right, look. I got the I got the teams for you guys. It is Rooster right, Preston and Vance. All right. Yep. It is uh, the best friends. It is Aussie Open. It is the Butcher and the Blade. It is Silver and Reynolds. It is uh, Mike Bennett and who's that? Who's his teammate? Oh, okay. Matt Tate. Okay. Yeah, Matt Taven, and then you got the Jer- Jericho Appreciate Society, um, two members Ugh. from their crew. So, okay, so Top Flight's not even in it. Top Flight's not even in it, which yeah. is a shame. Well, I'm, right. I'm, cheering, I'm, I'm cheering for the Butcher and the Blade to win the whole. All right. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Top Flight is in it, and they're also Claudio and Yuda are in it. Oh, oh okay. Well, that and would be cool have... to have them in a match, but um, yeah, yeah. not going to win it. I I really like Wheeler Yuda. Same. He's growing on me a lot. That's what that's what happens when you do listen. He's listening to them boys in the BCC. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with you guys. I think the guns will retain. Yeah. Although I could see who's gonna make it in though. Oh, uh, from that list, uh, I think, I think the Lucha Bros. I didn't mention them. They're in it too. So okay. <laughs> they're in the battle. Basically, every tag. Team Basically, every team on the roster is in there. That was in it last are week. They, are the wingmen in it? Uh, no, they have not. They uh, did not. Don't worry. All right. Um, maybe the disciples of Apocalypse. What were the Jarrett's team that when he was in um, Creative Control when he was in WCW? No. Yeah. Maybe they'll be. You call them they'll the win. disciples of Apocalypse. <laughs> the deal. Aces and eights. Uh, let aces me tell you guys. Eights. Yeah, aces and eights. I had this uh, sort of as an indifferent thing for me, and it ties into the card because I want to talk about this next match on Revolution. Hate to say it. I'm a fan. I'm an Uber fan of one of these guys, and I love mm-hmm. the other guy. John Moxley, Hangman, Adam Page, Texas Deathmatch. What's your interest level for this? What's your hype level? Well, well I'm interested in the match, right? Because I think it's going to be a banger. Okay. You know, like it's so, I, I think that match, they've always had bangers, and then that match on a pay per view, it's going to be a banger. I don't think they can miss. Hype level is a different question, though. And, like, and my hype level for the whole pay-per-view as a whole is a, maybe a little down, even though I think it could be a really good pay-per-view match-wise. You know, like when you look at the lineups and you look at, but I think it's a lot of rematches. I think it's a lot of, or matches we've already seen, you know, like a couple of times. So it's sort of like, it's not as maybe exciting, but mm-hmm. I do think it'll be a good show um, technically. So like my hype is not very high, but my hype is not very high for a lot of that card. Um, but that match though, psh, I think it's going to be a banger. Like if that's not the match yeah. at night, I'd be surprised. You know what I mean? So, 
you know, I do think it'll be great. I do that match because I think those guys. When was the last time either of them really missed on a big match? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. it's it's hard to bet against them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. No, so, I love the guys yeah. in it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, yeah. like, to um, I guess like to build up to this death match. Yeah. I mean, they've done a decent job as far as like I knocked you out, you knocked me out. But it's just like when you got the Dark Order involved for me, and that's the thing with Hangman. I know he these are his boys, these are his friends, but it's just like, ugh, this is like what you're building towards, and you got Evil Uno involved, and I don't know. Uh, what's your hype level for this match, Duke? Um, four out of ten, Bret Hart style. <laughs> like Frank said, it'll be a good match, but like I don't think this has been like this super compelling ass story for me you know like i like um, hangman stuff with with renee he was kind of being sort of ambiguous talking to her the one week mm -hmm. and i didn't know where they were leading with that and then it just kind of went back to him and moxley in the ring and they've cut some decent promos in the past when this feud started i was super into it It just the the execution towards the end the match will be great though i mean i'm sure it'll be memorable uh who did you think who do you think's going over to finish this feud i'm assuming i mean it's a death match right that's got to finish the feud yeah i'm going hangman on this one i feel like moxley's been on trying to get a vacation for a year <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so like maybe he'll finally get one you know and yeah. hangman needs something to get him back into yes. the, like that main event sort yep. of picture you know so like obviously being one of the top guys if not the top contender guy and john moxley i don't know what the rank without the rank is i'm not sure where he ranks anymore but you know i think i think that makes sense I'm with you. Bring Punk back, and they can continue feuding. (laughs) I'm with you. Hangman will take it. Um, We got our 12th CM Punk mention in so far. This time last year, bro. By the way, he was he was wrapped up in that feud with um, with MJF. It's already been a year. It's crazy. Dog collar match Mm -hmm. one year ago. Time flies. Um, You're in on Hangman going over Duke as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just Uh, think he. I think he needs it. You know. Yeah. Let me uh, ask you guys really quick. Wardlow and Smojo, they're fighting for the TNT title. I brought up the fact that they're trying to build some uh, backstory. Joe cut Wardlow's hair. Did you guys catch why he did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. I like it. So anyone who doesn't know, yeah. So Wardlow went into a story, sit down interview with Jim Ross about his dad and growing his hair in the name of his dad. Joe took the hair. It's a cool wrinkle on you know just cutting somebody's ponytail i like the story and you mentioned before uh frank joe right now is like the most intriguing he's been maybe oh, yeah. in his whole career for you for i probably got no about it free, yeah you know i don't know how like if if i really need him to be running with this tnt title still but that's the that's the direction and i'm sure the match will be good um hopefully a blow off to their feud as well and you think Wardlow takes it back, or you think the reign of uh, Joe and the TNT title continues? I think you might as well keep it on Joe, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like the I feel like the Samoa Joe and Darby stuff was so strong that it kind of displaced Wardlow in this little feud. You know what I mean? Like I know, like they were probably intending for they always intended for Wardlow to come back and take this from him according to Tony Khan or whatever, or whatever the word on the street was. But I just think like Joe's been super compelling, you know what I mean? And like having really good matches, fun matches, you know, this King of television shit has been super cool. 
Um, yeah, so like I just think that we might, I think best just keep it on Joe, keep it moving, and keep like the compelling television moving forward. I don't think Wardlow should be in that TNT title picture anymore. You know, I'd like to see him move along, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. if you just end this phase of his uh career and then just like move him on slowly back into like or not back into but like into the main event sort of scene you know even if he's just a contender he has history with mjf you know that could just be a program it doesn't necessarily have to go to the pay-per-view i think that's where he should go and i think joe keeping his title keep a good run going and just have fun interesting yeah i mean i would like to see joe um maybe move you know into the ring of honor brand and give that (laughs) uh you know, some more of a legacy uh, edge. But, Duke, what do you think about this match and who do you want to see go over? Who do you think is going to go over is a better question. I mean, I think Wardlow will take the TNT total back. I, I'm with Frank. I don't want him in that division, but I think it's just going to finish the story up, you know, and mm-hmm. I think then Joe probably does move on to the, you know, the Ring of Honor TV title thing, whatever he's going to do over there. Um, I don't know. I feel like they kind of killed Wardlow's momentum, but hopefully like him having the TNT title can get it back for him. I'm, I'm more a fan of like a guy like Darby having the title. Cause I think mm-hmm. that he can have like those f- more fun matches, you know, but I think we'll get that with orange Cassidy and the, uh, all Atlantic title. All-Atlantic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because those matches have been I'm really enjoying him as that as the champion. Well, you're yeah, going to get him know, in uh, Big Bill this week. That's going to be a, or no, is it a hook? And by the way, I I like Big Bill, man. Like if they just why what's wrong with this guy? Why can't he pick a name? Like <laughs> I feel like we say this I, all the time. Like you look at this dude and like he's a fucking monster, man. Like yeah. he's a big ass jack dude like i think he's got a good look like i talked about it before like have him as like a bodyguard type thing for like an mjf or something like that but like fucking big bill man it just ruins it i think that firm stable and like stokely hathaway is kind of it's become you said perception is like they're like the jobber faction like you know qt marshall 100 that jobber faction Mm -hmm. yeah they lose every week like Mm -hmm. yeah that's why, like, he, Ethan he, Page, get a, as far away from them as possible. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to Yeah, now he's in, so in a different jobber yeah. thing with it's a, Matt it, Hardy. Ethan Page is a crazy one because, to me, yeah. he's so good and talented and he's mm-hmm. good everywhere, you know? But, like, can't quite – they can't quite place him in the right spot. I thought the, the best stuff he was doing was when it was with him and Scorpio ver, um, killing Darby. Remember that stuff? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when they <clears> threw him down the steps, like, oh, one of the craziest little bumps I've seen in a wrestling show. Um, But – you know, I'm glad he's away from that group, but I will say Stokely Hathaway kind of popped me coming out as like a little Black Panther the other week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He, came he out pops me randomly. Yeah, he'll, you know he'll, get you, he'll get you yeah. every now and then. Now and then, yeah. Because like, yeah. I don't love him either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's as funny I as also other people think do, but... Right, he's that, growing on me um, a tiny bit. The firm <laughs> is just so, like, disjointed and, like, yeah. it makes no sense. Not like, at all. Moriarty with Big Bill and, like, it That's another Tiger one, style. Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty yeah, like, is like, he's a guy who can wrestle. He can wrestle. He's yeah. very good. It's just, it's just something like, 
obviously something's not there. And I don't know if it's the mask. I don't know if it's his personality. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, dude, you can wrestle. I know you can have matches, but like yep. beyond that, it's like, dude, I, I remember, remember when he first came and how that crowd went nuts for him. Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. he first showed up, he got signed because like of his reactions, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people were like into him and I yeah, like I his know. um like his entrance video. I like his look. I think he's mm-hmm. got something. I just I think the firm is like you said, disjointed's a good word. Ethan Page, when he was with like Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky, like that was he was mm-hmm. he yeah. was on his way. They missed, and, they missed Dan but Lambert. But even even they recently though, remember they um like Ethan Page, you kind of thought he was like on his way up remember even recently him and, and like, uh ricky starks were right yeah. there and, and then it just we haven't seen ethan page nope or he's at least on we dark. have with, with matt hardy with yeah. matt hardy yeah. he's, he's just he's on one of those dudes like I see eight man he's, matches mm-hmm. he's one of those i think that's I see leaving i think that's a uh a combo of it's got to be a combo of the booking and and maybe them not thinking he's connecting and maybe they're right mm-hmm. like maybe yeah. when i say they maybe tony khan doesn't see him connecting mm-hmm. but uh I, I just he looks like he should be right like yeah because you know like what we are not privy to that like maybe that they definitely are like the analytics you know and again the ratings per quarter and different things merch sales all these things right that like matter in the business side of the shit that we don't necessarily care about and it's sort of like you know maybe when ethan page is on the card or on the show his shit sucks you know what i mean like we don't know that right like we just we know it's good in terms of what we're viewing but sometimes that's not enough and uh you know, maybe he's just one of those guys. I don't know. I like him. I could see him going to WWE whenever his deal is up. And if a WWE offers right. him something, I could see him going over there. And I could see him potentially being, you know, you it's a roll of the dice whenever you go to the WWE because mm. you could either be the biggest shit and, or you could be just another nobody that's on never gets off NXT and then you're back yep. in the Indies, you know? So like, you don't know, right. but I could see him giving it a shot because I, he's a wrestling fan, you know? And the, mm-hmm. and the WWE's a, was the dream of a lot of these guys. So like, I could see him over there and I, could, and I would hope he does well over there. But um, he's going to be uh, 34 years old this year, yeah. Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. So definitely time. There's for him. there's so many factors, though, too. Like maybe he's cool with his spot. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't know. He's mm-hmm. got this whole like YouTube shit, you know, like yeah. he did move to he's... the States, you know, because of the job that he had. You know yeah, what I mean? he we, came it, to... we, we don't know. We can speculate mm-hmm. all day. What's funny know? is like... what Frank said about the ratings thing. I saw Jericho break down that um, he reads the ratings all the time. You might have saw this. And he saw that um, Swerve pops the rating every single That's time he said. he's on. Yeah. That's what he said. And, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, give me more Swerve. But yeah. um, Jericho maybe will be working is... with him in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah, give it a few weeks. Let's talk about Jericho. Well, real quick, on my Wardlow Joe thing, um, I think that, Frank, you might be right. I think they're going to keep it on Joe. I think they're going to let the reign of terror continue, whatever mm-hmm. he's calling it. The king, <laughs> what is he calling himself? The king, uh, king of, king of television. television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the I think you might be right. Terror. He might <laughs> he might hold on to it. That's my prediction. Uh, Joe goes over my boy Wardlow. And to your point, too, the, the momentum, the lost momentum, uh, this time last year, he was in the casino battle royal. Wardlow was, or I'm sorry, the face of the revolution ladder match. Mm-hmm. He won that and um, he did win the TNT title after that. So, you know, a year later, he's in the same spot, sort of fighting for the TNT title. Maybe this time next year, it'll be a little bit more of a um, bigger spot. We'll see. Yeah. Cut that hair now. What do you guys think of the look? Don't like it. 
bring yeah. your hair back. And I don't even like that hairstyle that he normally rocks, but I for know. him it works. But for him, I'm like, bring it back. I want it on your hair. Because now you just look like a regular dude. You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. made him a little different, I guess. You know, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought he was going to, like, shave it, shave it. He's just rocking mm-hmm. like a Duke. You remember Robbie Rage, Kenny Chaos, High Voltage? <laughs> He's looking like one of those boys, yeah, just forget. like a jacked up, you know. I don't well, like Dol- Reagan, I don't like the man here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like Hated the man that. bun, so I'm glad that's gone. <laughs> Not a fan of that. Let's talk about um your Jericho Ricky Starks. You just alluded to Jericho working with the young guys. This match, Jericho Ricky Starks, JAS banned from ringside. Real quick for anyone who don't know, Ricky Starks beat Chris Jericho. <laughs> and then Jericho wanted him to run through the JAS to get a another fight with him. Um it kind of sort of happened. It was like a really quick gauntlet. It wasn't every week. Yeah. It was one night and Starks <laughs> beat them, you know, one after another pretty quick. Um, I want to just say real quick, Jericho working with Starks. It feels like it should be more important to me, but maybe it just got like rushed for, even though they've been working at it. Um, I'm not like in love with this feud. And I feel like for Ricky, like, you guys were riding high with him and MJF. I was too. Of course, we're working with Jericho is a big thing. I just hope after mm-hmm. this, they can pivot him mm-hmm. to something to get him back on track, you know, towards bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Um, even though this is a big spot, you know, you know what I'm saying though. What do yeah, you guys like, think? I, I agree. Cause I do think it's a big spot and like, it's normally, I mean, we were just saying it, right. Like working with these guys who elevate you, these legends, you know what I mean? Like the shit isn't a bad thing long-term. But this hasn't hit for me. You know, I'm I've been a Ricky Starks fanboy since the day day one, you know, and it's just like it feels like a step backwards from where he was. Cause I was for a second, I was like, is MJF gonna lose the title to this dude? Like, are they, you know, remember we thought that like, I was trying to hype that up. We, yeah, we flirted with the idea that like, what if he wins? You know what I mean? Just yeah. to like swerve everybody. And then all of a sudden he's in this feud with Jericho. And I see people online talk about like Jericho's like kiss of death, you know, because like he gets in these yeah. feuds and these guys don't get over. But like, I don't know that I agree fully that guys don't get over. I thought MJF got over, you know what I mean? From the feud with with Jericho. I think certain, you know, maybe not every person gets over the way they want, but I feel like Jericho tries to. People like to say he latches onto the hot commodity, which it can be look you can look at it that way, but he's also Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? In a company not with a lot of not big names, you know, necessarily. So I don't want to give him that label because he put over Fandango. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he put right. over Fandango at Mania. Wasn't it at Mania? You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, like you know, so it's like I don't think Jericho's that guy at heart. I think he sees people who are good and if they're good in AEW. He wants to help. Yeah, exactly. You think guys he like, who gen- genuinely wants to help, right? Yeah, like the guys in AEW who are good tend to be over with the crowd, you know, and that's who he works with. You know, it's like it's not his fault. You know, I thought I think he probably thought Fandango was pretty solid, you know, and then Vince really wanted him to be something too for a second. So, you know, I think Jericho's open to do that type of thing. So, like, I'm hoping with this feud with Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks goes over proper. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want any sort of Fugazi finish. I don't want Jericho to win even, you know. I need Ricky yeah. Starks to now get Now that a, would be a mistake, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. I need he needs notches on his belt, you know, and it sucks that for Chris Jericho to be one, but you know, you're 50 fucking 4 years old or whatever it is, you know, and your best days are behind you even though that Ring of Honor stuff you did was cool. It made that so belt good. cool again, you know, like and you're still having pretty good matches. He pulled a great match out of the uh um Ishii you know who I haven't mm-hmm. seen in a really banger match in a, a decade you know what I mean so it's like 
Jericho's still capable, and I'm just hoping that shines through at this pay-per-view and Ricky Starks goes over, and then he could do whatever. Then then the, you know, the sky's the limit for him. But you got to do the yeah. right thing here. And I, I think Jericho has it in him to just, to understand that that's the right move. No, you're you're right about that. Duke, um, a year ago, Jericho lost to Eddie Kingston at Revolution. And that's, for the record, one of the only times I've ever cared about Eddie Kingston. I remember texting Frank, like, all right, that was actually I remember, because I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I said you're going to like that match. And you were like, no. And then it was good. And it was good. And I and I do give the, the credit mostly to Jericho, because I think he helped. Yeah. Remember that feud, that build up? It was very personal. And I yep. believed it. And all that good stuff. This one doesn't feel as personal. Where are you, uh, Duke, with Ricky Starks and Jericho? Yeah, I think that Jericho wants to I think he's at the point in his career where he wants to work with guys that he wants to work with, because like we mentioned, like the hot commodity thing. I think that's bullshit because Eddie Kingston, yeah, Eddie Kingston wasn't doing anything. He literally Mm -hmm. wasn't doing anything. And Jericho pulled out a cool ass angle with him. You know, they had a good little story and they had a good little match. So, like, I don't. I don't buy into the hot commodity stuff. I still think Jericho wants to be, you know, he wants to be respected still. He doesn't want to be a fucking jobber. Jobber, And he said that from day one, you know, like, so good for him for not ever letting his star, like, be dimmed down Mm -hmm. so dull, you know. But Mm -hmm. um, I I think that he um, just is at the point where he wants to work with guys and have fun. And I think that he's probably... He sees obviously Ricky Starks as a talented dude and they're gonna have a good match. And I think I think I'm I'm with you guys too. Like Ricky Starks has to win. Yeah. He should win. He has to win. Like he's one of the, you know, the the young dudes that they can build this um AEW around. Yeah, I think um I'm with you guys. I think Ricky Starks has to win. And what I'm hoping for is obviously Jericho's not going anywhere right now. And I'm not saying he he has to, but there's guys like Daniel Garcia and even Sammy Guevara, if you don't like him, but like, let's just talk about Garcia, like maybe shift into him and Ricky Starks. Cause they could put on more of a, um, the problem with, I guess, Garcia is he just, he's not the best talker. Every time mm-hmm. he talks, I'm like, damn, man, I wish he could talk. Cause he's got a good, package otherwise like he's good in the ring um but i'm just saying like starks i don't know maybe even with him and ethan page on the way to mjf to the earn that title shot they were kind of going at it and i was like oh you know maybe continue that get ethan page back involved um but i'm hoping for a ricky starks win and i'm sure it'll be a good match jericho does show Mm -hmm. out at these pay-per-views and uh, he is getting up there man so i guess you gotta enjoy it while you can yeah um couple more matches to go. Let's talk about the women's uh, world championship. So it is a triple threat. Jamie Hayter, Soraya, Ruby Soho. Where does Ruby stand? She's kind of in the middle. That's mm-hmm. like the story. Uh, Britt taking a full backseat to Jamie Hayter, which I think is cool right now. You know, um, she's letting Jamie Hayter have the the moment, the shine, and she's running with it. Good champion. Um I don't know what it'll lead to eventually if Britt does do the thing where she turns on Jamie Hayter, as all wrestling teams do. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what we'll do. But for now, this is what we got. Soraya, we talked about her earlier. I believe they will maybe make the switch and get Soraya the title. Uh, it's dangerous because I'm still worried about her health. Like, I still watch her, and she's like, doesn't seem all that confident in her movements. Yeah. And maybe that's why she's so rusty. But who do you guys think is going over, and what do you think about this match? Well, I think Jamie Hayter should go over. 
and I think she probably will go over. But uh, I do worry about Ruby Soho maybe, mm. you know, stabbing her in the back. And I don't know how that benefits Ruby Soho when she could be the champion if she wins this. But somehow Soraya, you know what I mean? Like Soraya somehow coming out due to some shenanigans with Ruby. So and it become then we have a true NWO of Ruby Soho, Soraya, mm-hmm. and Tony Storm. You know what I mean? Equals. Oh, the big turn. Drops yeah, the yeah, leg. Yeah. Drops the leg on Jamie Hader. Shivani um, ruins it before she does it. Who's exactly, she on? Yeah. yeah, so like I do worry about something like that happening, but like I'm I'm hopeful that Jamie Hader wins it. I think she I think she's having great matches. I think she's extremely over with the crowd. It's I don't over. see any reason to take the belt off her at this point in time, you know. And even if it's going to be Soraya, I think if you did it at this moment, I think there's an argument that maybe it would put like you know a fire under jamie hater's ass and with the crowd that it could turn into like a huge feud between soraya and jamie hater but at the same time you don't want to risk it and if soraya is just not over as the champion and then jamie hater loses some luster you know i don't know i don't know if you want to take that chance right now but uh i'm hopeful it's jamie hater i'm not super intrigued by the matchup you know but i'm hoping jamie hater can pull a good match out of these two broads because uh, I don't. I don't know otherwise. If I don't know otherwise, how that match will go, but we'll see. Yeah, it's got triple threats are never my favorite. But um, Duke, what do you think about the the match? And is there a chance? Wait, real quick. Were um, was Sasha and Soraya ever like they never really crossed paths, right? Like that was never a thing. Okay, because I was wondering if, if like this is where the third member of the NWO, Sasha Banks, shows up. Mercedes Monet, excuse me, but that would make zero sense already in this zero sense match. Yeah, and she's too bright of a star to be like, she's a bigger star than all the girls in this match. You know what I mean? So like, uh, you know, unless it was so was Hogan, he was bigger star than Nash and Hall. Unless unless it's like a screw job finish, and then uh, Soraya gives uh, uh, or uh, what you call it, Sasha Banks's Mercedes gives uh, Soraya like the finger poke of doom and just pins her and takes the belt. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Just bring the whole but thing. I back. Do, yeah. Other than that, I don't know. See how it makes sense for Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes Monet. So I think that'd be funny if they did, <laughs> they just did it exact. Yeah. Duke, what do you think uh the match and who's who's going over? I think Jamie Hader will keep it probably. I don't really see any point in interrupting her reign, which she's been having really good matches. So I don't really Dude, see did you see point. her and Emmy Sakura? Yeah. That was a good match. Yeah. That was She's like a bad had good yeah. matches yeah. with every one she wrestles, man. Yeah. So 72 I don't, I don't days see any as champion. To. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, I feel like that would be super premature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think it'll be ultimately maybe Brit. Right. Do you guys think that'll happen? I mean, it's probably if you're talking box office, I right? Hope like so. what's bigger? Yeah. yeah, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter. Like you're arguing yeah. the top two girls in the company. You know what I mean? I am a little yeah. surprised that um Ruby Soho didn't get more love after that, like street fight shit. Mm-hmm. How she like bled all over the place. Yeah. I thought that for sure it was gonna be like a Becky Lynch thing where people were like, "Oh my god, bro, did you see Ruby yeah. Soho like get busted open?" And she got a tiny bit more love than recent months. But, yeah, but still, yeah, like, not, she not still doesn't. Yeah, get, it didn't like, take her to a next level. Like, she's no. just another girl in the division. You, you know, know who got more respect in a similar vein was the Bella. 
Oh. Well, Tay Mello and the Bunny, because um, remember it was Anna Jay and Tay Mello versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford on a yeah. rampage, and they had some crazy violent street fight in mm-hmm. the Bunny. Of those four girls, the Bunny was the most experienced, and she really mm-hmm. took the worst bumps, and she was a bloody yeah. mess. And she had like a moment, and I remember coming out of that thinking, wow, I got respect for her at a different level, because I didn't care for her as a wrestler so much. Yeah. Um, And I was like, okay, cool, but like, it didn't happen with uh, Ruby. And I was there for that match. Unfortunately, you know? like, yeah. the biggest thing that came out of that match was um, Anna Jay got power. Get her, got her. Yeah, I was there, dude. On... We saw that happen. We were like, oh, she missed the yeah. table. You know what I mean? Like, Willow mm-hmm. missed the table, you know? And I think the table placement was wrong. If you look at yeah, that, if you sure. rewatch that, it's like yeah. the table was way too close to the yep. ramp or whatever. 100%. And when she jumped off, it's like nowhere to go. She Here's another through. way to avoid it. Just don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. But it's the main event. These girls trying to. I don't know, I'm not mad at him for trying, but yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the the trios titles. Uh, well, real quick, this this feud between uh, the House of Black and the Elite, it kind of took place somewhat on Rampage at first. I feel like because mm-hmm. the House of Black been in the background literally, and the Elite after their best of seven, they had a match with Top Flight. Uh, maybe two matches with Top Flight, if I'm not mistaken, but um. Regardless, we're getting the House of Black versus the Elite Trios Championship. I'll say right off the back, that I don't think <laughs> they're going to uh, switch these titles. And yeah. with that being said, you got to be careful once again with the mm-hmm. House of Black, your boys, because you don't want to do all the spooky stuff and then just drop, you know, and just lose. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of, I guess we'll call it the build and fill me in if you feel like there's more to the story that I'm missing. But tell, tell I don't me think there's think. more to the story. Yeah, I don't think there's more to the story. I think the House of Black have been a very obvious trio of guys that people have bookmarked as being a trio's probably contender forever. And they do all this spooky shit. And Malachi Black went away for a little bit and he came <laughs> back. And now they're trying to build up that ominous. And they're kind of putting them right into the main event of that category, right? So it's sort of like, I'm not mad at that. I don't I don't think there's much story, you know? They're just kind of like popping in, doing this magical shit, you know? And that's <laughs> that's cool enough for me. They're in the match, you know? I do worry, like you said, that they don't win these belts. But I'm not 100% that they're going to definitely lose either. You know, mm. I think there's some intrigue and like, I think they could win the belts, you know, cause I think that could be a, a feud that you start. And like, we don't, the only time we see the elite really feuding with anybody was with the Lucha bros, you know? And it's sort of like, yeah, that's, been done to, that's been done to death. So you need new guys for them and you need the proper feuds and doing like a one and done match with no build. Would it make the most sense? So if the title switch and then there's a feud until the next, you know what I mean? Like things like that. Like, I think it, possibly could happen i wouldn't put money on it necessarily but i think that would be the right thing and i'm hopeful it is because I, the house you, of black you'd like to see the house shit. of black you'd like to see them just take, take them yeah take it you know mm. take it take the belt like, off can he move on and not not even maybe not even necessarily maybe this leads to a, a, like some kind of feud with a, another match that's like a, a feud ender you know what i mean but like you got you got to put people over and you know malachi black seems like a top boy brody king as, as well seems like a top guy of the future so it's like they got to get wins you know and like you're putting them in this title match that everybody's been calling for just to have them lose it would be disappointing so i don't think it's out of the question that they win this match do you think um Duke, you can give me your opinion on this too. Like, do you think with the presentation of the House of Black 
We've been super critical of Bray Wyatt. I think we all agree that shit is terrible. And I'm not trying to put them in even the same league, but it's sort of like mostly backstage stuff, mostly pre-tapes or vignettes or whatever. They don't really come to the ring. We don't really hear Malachi in the middle of the ring. Uh, we don't really get much more than them just talking in the darkness and then one walking, you know, forward at a time. But like going forward, if Malachi is going to go to that next level or Brody King or the whole group, do you feel like they need to have a different presentation or are you cool with how they are? I think they're cool as shit. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I, I think the I presentation like the, is the coolest thing about them. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I like watching them in the ring. I really enjoyed um Brody and Darby's little thing that they had. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that um no, I'm I'm all for the presentation. I think they look cool as shit. I love their mess. I think Julia Hart, like her transformation has been unbelievable because before she was just so generic and like yeah. bubbly. And her coming out <laughs> looking like a full ass witch yeah, yeah. is awesome. Like I, I enjoy the shit out of their presentation. And I hope that um I hope that they win because I would like personally to see Kenny move on. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a big Kenny Omega fan, I realized, and like I want to see him. There's so many guys he still can wrestle there. Yeah. That like and, and like the guy's getting up there, man. You yes. know, I don't know if he's like I don't know how old he is, but he's probably he's close 40. to 40. Yeah, yeah say, so yeah. like, you no, know. Yeah, he is going to be 40 in October. Oh, yeah, I mean, it? let's get this Kenny Omega singles run going. But yeah, I'm not again, mad at that either, yeah. Yeah, that being said, I am super intrigued by him interacting with the House of Black. I think that yeah. him and yeah. Malachi, him and uh, Buddy Matthews, even though I hate the guy's name, like, for sure. I like him. I think he's, I think him and Kenny can do some cool stuff, so. I'm hoping that the House of Black wins. We've been calling for it for months for them to do something with them. Yeah. So hopefully they finally pull the trigger. And it's not like the Young Bucks won't find something to do. They're only yeah. like arguably the best tag team in the world. So, and John, to like your point about the presentation and stuff, and like, you know, like they do cool stuff that you don't see a ton of other people. Like, remember Brody beat up Darby at a signing at Zoomies, you know what I mean? I like like that. in a mall and all that. Mm -hmm. And like, you, I don't know if you guys even heard about this one, but I did because I'm in the area. But in Burbank out here, which is like 10 minutes from me, I'm in Studio City. Um, they, there's a store called, it's like an oddity store. It's called the Mystic Museum, something like that. And they sell like oddities, spooky shit, you know, all that. And like the, the House of Black had a whole like seance like join the house of black like event where you went oh, cool. and like they were all there and they were like inducting people into the house of black and it was sort of like it should have been on dynamite yeah you know what i mean so it's sort of like they're kind of doing stuff behind it it's like it's just it's one of those things that were like maybe there's not enough tv to really get them over the top but you know like it was like you know i think they're doing cool shit that makes this presentation of these house of black guys cooler like the mystique. i would the give way them I, the way 10 the way i heard on. that story too was um the way I heard that story was that like I was at the dynamite and some guy and I some guy had a house of black shirt. And I was like, oh, that's a sick shirt. That was like they sell that here. And he said, no, I got it at whatever. He started talking my ear off. And he was like, are you going to the event in, uh, you know, wherever it was in Burbank? And I was just like, not even know what he saw. I had to look it up and I saw it on Brody's Instagram and Mal Malachi's Instagram. And I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. I ended up not going. I just couldn't make it. But I saw pictures and I was like, damn, that's a cool ass thing. You know what I mean? Like they have this house of black and they're bringing people from the outside in. And I think that's how like they have like this like little niche fan base, you know? So all that shit is cool to me. And I just want them to expand that on TV, you know? And like, so like, I don't want too, them to change bro. anything. I just want them to 
highlight it. And that's maybe a, as champions, they get that spot. You know what I mean? Like maybe as champions, you get to be the team that you're highlighted every week. Whereas, you know, they got two hours of real television and that extra hour that nobody watches, unfortunately. You know, so it's sort of like you got to, you know, maybe put the belts on them and it gives them that shine. No, you. that's cool as shit. That whole thing sounds awesome. That's what I want to see because I yeah. feel like they have the ability to tell stories in different ways. Like instead of just a firm coming out and, you know, mm-hmm. ranting and raving and like they have actual characters. I'd love to see what you're talking about on TV. Yeah. And that's what, like you said, everybody's been clamoring for them to have this moment. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, the match will be cool, but I'm more about, I want to see them like every week just develop. Like I want to see their characters. Yeah. I want to like kind of get just a little bit more um, attached to them. But mm-hmm. I think uh, you kind of talked me into the idea that they'll win um, the house of black. <laughs> And when you say Kenny Omega, like, so that he had the title for 300 and some days, do you guys think another title run is is needed? Or, like, are you cool if he just plays the old vet that elevates guys? I don't Not think doing... a title run is needed, you know, um, but I wouldn't be mad if he won mm-hmm. the title again. That's, you that's know? Like, basically what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that's why okay. I said it first because ba- usually it's me. It's you. Yeah, usually yeah, it's yeah. me repeating Still, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you have to repeat me. Yeah, um, but no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like, yeah, like I, I, I don't hate you know because guys are gonna win the belts more than once. You know what I mean? Like, oh AW yeah, yeah, I want them so, to have it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, AW so new that it seemed like here's one guy's reign, and then besides Moxley and Punk when they were having doing that switcheroo thing because of injuries. But if it wasn't for the injuries. Punk would have had that belt till God knows when, till MJF got it, probably, right? Yep. You know, and it's been yes. like one champion, one champion, one champion. You know, it's okay to let other guys besides Sammy Guevara win belts more than one time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's sort of like, I wouldn't be mad if Kenny Omega won because he's your top guy. You know, he's exactly. probably the top guy in the company, really. So it's sort of like, let him win the belt again. I, I'm not mad at it at all. And if he held it for a year, fuck it. You know, that's how and you his title his run was dudes. cool, too. Yeah, it was like, super it's cool. It's not like yeah. it sucked, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, it's my, funny. My thing is more with Kenny, not me wanting him to win the title or anything, but like there's just so many cool matches still for him out there. Mm-hmm. And like that's what I'm more intrigued by, not him yeah. winning the title or anything. Mm-hmm. Again, wouldn't hate it, but yeah. mm-hmm. like I just feel like there's so many cool guys in that company that he could work with. Like I mentioned, yeah. Keith Lee, man, I think that match would be really fucking cool, man. It would add prestige to the title if he did get it back. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. 100%. Moxley, by the way, four times AEW's world champion. And in two, in two of his reigns, one was 11 days and one mm-hmm. was 50 days. Um, but we'll see. I think Kenny uh, at 40 still looks great, moves great. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean anything. 40 mm-hmm. is what it is. But um, let's just say we got three to five years left with him, you know, at this speed. You definitely want to see, um, but he's having fun. He's having fun with the elite. Let's move on. Speaking of the world title, let's let's talk about this world title match. MJF, Brian Danielson, 60-minute Ironman match. The build real quick to get here was MJF, the MJF special. Well, the pro wrestling special, like you said, Frank. Go through a gauntlet. You might get your chance if you overcome all these obstacles. MJF and sort of Tony Khan kind of booked these. I don't know who was booking the opponents, but... Moxley, or excuse me, Danielson had to go through guys like Takeshita, um, Brian Cage. Yeah. You know, let me know if you think of anyone else. But there was a, a slew of wrestlers that Danielson had amazing matches with. Mm-hmm. And once again, to Duke's point, 
maybe the best of all time in the ring. But um, my boy that was, Bandito. Bandito, that mm. was one of the best ones. And yeah, Thatcher that's high. Thatch- I, yeah, I think I texted you guys that night, and I was like, I'm officially a Bandito fan. Yeah. He's got it, man. He's so rugged. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's he's got another level. Like, yeah, he's I cool. like him. He's nasty. Um, But this that was the build, right? And then in between, we had um, MJF sort of locking Danielson in a locker room for five minutes, <laughs> uh, you know, and then Danielson just five broke seconds. out. It wasn't for five seconds and then we had um this past week this is the one thing i gotta mention real quick danielson bringing up the kids talking to dan uh or excuse me mjf bringing up the kids talking to danielson and danielson threatening him and said if you talk about my kids i'm gonna kill you and then he allowed mjf to continue (laughs) to talk about his kids for five minutes uh he didn't kill him but they did have like you know some physicality at the end we saw them mix it up a few times I'm sure their chemistry is going to be awesome. Like it is Dan, it's Danielson and MJF's also very good in the ring. He's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the match will probably have, it is going to be laid out beautifully because Danielson's, you know, a pros pro it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very good Ironman match. Like, which is hard to say all the time. I really do. I think it's going to be a good match. I just don't know what happens after this. And that's kind of my thing is I do think MJF will retain spoiler. That's my prediction. Um, and then where, where do we go from here? But let's, let's see what you guys think of this match. And you already admitted this feud. It's not really, it hasn't done it for you as far as intrigue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You well, feel that way. I think, yeah. Intrigue wise. It's like, it is what it is. I'm intrigued because it's Brian Danielson beyond that. You know, like the story hasn't done anything to me. Like you guys mentioned earlier, MJF kind of is like every promo he does is like in poor taste, you know, and I'm like, I'm the least sensitive guy to like all that crazy shit that people talk, you know, but even with him, it's just like, it it just comes off as eye rolly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't come off as as edgy as he thinks it's going to be. And it mm-hmm. also like feels cheap. You know, like it feels like cheap heat often, which is like, I get it. Cheap heat gets reactions and stuff. But, you you know, flair didn't feel like cheap heat. It just felt like that's flair, you know, and like all the greats, they don't feel cheap. They just feel like that's who they are. And with MJF, we don't feel that. So like none of this build has like gotten me like, oh, my God, he mentioned his kids. Now I'm in the match. You know, it's like, no, nah, I'm in the yeah. match because Brian Danielson's like the best in the world, arguably. And <laughs> it's going to be good, right? Because MJF has, also has good matches. So I'm in it just for this is like, as a pure wrestling fan, I'm into the match. As mm-hmm. a sports entertainment fan, you know, it's you don't feel like it's a blood feud, right? Like, you don't number. feel like it's nah, very personal. It, Do you feel like it is? I think Brian has done good, like, backstage. When I remember him cutting backstage when Doc Sampson or whoever was looking at him, and you know, he was a bloody mess and saying he can't fight. And something. he's like, I'm going to wrestle, you know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to wrestle, whatever. I think he's tried, you know, to make it feel blood feudy, but I don't believe the other guy, you know, I don't believe the other mm-hmm. guy across, you know, that squared circle. So, uh, it's tricky, but I do think it'll be a banger match. You know, I, I think it'll be a good six. It's hard with a 60 minute, especially today's wrestling fan with their attention span. A 60 minute. Remember when they used to start doing like those 30 minute Iron Man's just because people were already losing the taste of the 60 man Iron Man, <laughs> you know? And like they were doing 30 man's and stuff with Kurt Angle or whatever. But it's gonna be tricky. And and I'm curious to see what MJF could do for 60 minutes, you know. But like you guys said, Brian Danielson's gonna 
have that laid out really great. It's not gonna, it's not, it's not gonna be anything but like super cool mm-hmm. from Brian Danielson's aspect, you know, point of view. So I have faith in him. I do have some faith in MJF as a wrestler. So I know it'll be good, but I'm not intrigued. I just think it could be a really good wrestling match. If this was a New Japan's like card, I'd be stoked just for a wrestling match. You know what I mean? For AEW, you want a little more story, and it's like, eh, I don't think that's there, but I'm still down. I'm still gonna watch it. I think MJF wins two to one. Oh, good. You gave me two to one. Duke, what do you got? Uh, you said that this feud's not, it hasn't grabbed you either, right? And where are you now with the match itself? Yeah, and like I like both guys too. I just, their interaction just hasn't grabbed me personally. Um, I'm sure it'll be, you know, a fine match. It's just like, like Frank mentioned, the 60 minute, like the attention span of like, current wrestling fans like i don't know we'll see um i'm sure that you know mjf's gonna try to show everybody that he's as good a wrestler as brian and he's gonna do you know all this baby face style shit which again i don't think he should do because it doesn't fit his i guess he has like five or so characters at this point but (laughs) i don't know i'm not really into it i think it'll probably be like the third best match of the card maybe Mm -hmm. Um, whatever. I think MJF keeps the belt for sure. I think this is too. How many falls? Try to establish him as um, I don't know. Maybe two to one's a pretty good, a good guess. Maybe something like that. It's hard because I feel like it's either a lot of falls or like a one yeah. nothing. You know, mm-hmm. right? So I th- I like two to one. You know, I actually thought there was a moment where I you you just said it, Frank, where I thought Ricky Starks could actually interrupt. And foil mm-hmm. MJF's because remember he worked so hard to get this belt. Finally, I thought maybe there was a chance, like just a rug pulls gets pulled out. It didn't happen with Ricky Starks. I'm sort of wondering if there's a chance that Brian Danielson teaches the kid a lesson and interrupts the the title run. Yeah, but probably not. Uh, I'll just agree with you, you guys, for sure that uh, MJF and holds on to it. If that happened, I'd be fucking ecstatic. Me too. Right. Same. You surprised me, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be stoked. Well, no, I'd just be ecstatic that Brian Danielson is the mm-hmm. AEW World, World Heavyweight Champion. Champion because yeah, let's I, go to work at that point. I feel that's like... what I'm saying. Like, that's more intriguing to me mm-hmm. than MJF on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I agree. Just is. But, but hey, we were saying that when MJF won the belt, we thought it should have been Brian Danielson beating Moxley yes, or whatever. Yes. Remember, whatever. Yep. I forget what the layout, yep. but I remember we all wanted Danielson to come yep. out on top of that. You yep. know, and it just didn't happen then. So, like, I'm not mad at that. That's what I'm going to say about this card, though, right? Like, as in, like, I'm not overly intrigued going into it, but like, I'm looking at this matchups and I'm like, MJF Danielson. It's like, could Danielson disrupt them? I like mm-hmm. that there's some doubt, right? The the tag yeah. team match, who the fuck knows what's gonna happen there, right? Moxley <laughs> and Hangman, right? It seems like Hangman should win, but if Moxley wins as the trios mad? match. Yeah, yeah, the trios match. It's like yep. you know, the women's title, Jericho and Star, like all these things, mm-hmm. they could go the opposite way of what for we each sure. predicted, you know. Yep. So, like I do like that at least we have that going for us on this yeah. card. Listen, it could ultimately be everything we just said, and if and yep. then it was predictable, but you know, we don't and that's what I like about AEW's pay-per-views. Typically, it's sort of like you could it could go either way, and you and it's like wow, like good or bad, you know. So mm-hmm. I like that about this show. I will say, looking at these matches, because I'm like I'm not convinced. I'm giving my predictions, but I'm like I'm not sold. I could be wrong on every one, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. and typically that's not the case, right? We watch a WWE show, or you know any kind of wrestling show. Typically, right, Impact. 
you can you predict the whole match. card. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, yeah, this guy's not losing. This guy's not winning. This guy's not losing. Boom, 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 boom. But here mm-hmm. it's sort of like at least, you know, we have that going for us where there's some doubt in our minds, you know. That's a good way to put it. Also, um, this time last year, it was John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. William Regal showed up. That's already been oh, a yeah. year ago. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, and I wanted to ask you guys this on the way out here. Um, Frank, and we always say, I always ask this question, but like, would you say Revolution is their biggest show of the year or like second biggest? <laughs> no. It's double or nothing, right? Or it's double. It's I out. think double or nothing are all yeah, out. We one of those. I think that's one and two. And I think Revolution and Full Gear are the third and fourth show. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. Like, I was just thinking maybe Revolution. You would equate Revolution to like WWE bragging rights then? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's got to be higher than that. It's the Elimination um, Chamber. It's yeah. the chamber before we get to um, yeah, the, the, the double or nothing. Not but, um, uh, capital. What was it called? Carnage. Capital, capital Carnage. Carnage. I, With yeah. Obama on the DVD cover. Oh my gosh! Remember that? So <laughs> random. That was um, our truth and Cena. I think fought in that main event. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, what a banger! I look at this height, <laughs> the the card this year compared to last year. Um, like I just mentioned with Moxley and Danielson, and the, the main event was. Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, who I've been on record, not the biggest fan mm-hmm. for a world title uh, main event. So, you know, I think year to year, this card is just as intriguing for me. It's just the builds haven't been the best, but yeah. you can always be surprised by cards like this. The builds. Yeah. I, have, I have one question because you mentioned my boy, Adam Cole, baby. Yes. You know how you guys call him spaghetti arms? <laughs> it's been who a has, while. It's been a while. Who, <laughs> yeah. who has who has bigger arms? Adam Cole or Giant Baba? Ooh, <laughs> tricky. Tune in next Baba, week for the right? answer. <laughs> it's got to be Baba. I think I uh, Adam Cole's more like Linguini, and Baba's more like a uh, fettuccine. A true spaghetti. Uh, oh, fettuccine. Oh, fettuccine, flat arms. Like long and lanky and flat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. That's reasonable. Now, nah, he doesn't really have long arms, does he? I always looked at him as I like a I feel like they're long. Oh yeah, you like might be right. He's got yeah, the yeah. T Rex arms. Yeah. yeah, damn. So he's more like uh, man, like is a, a rigatoni. <laughs> no, rigatoni are like the circle things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah but they're shorter. I don't know if there's all a, right. Short... We'll go with rigatoni. It's rigatoni. Yeah, we. Adam Cole. Uh, let's close it out real quick. Your boy is back, and I and I'm happy for the guy. Like I mm-hmm. definitely am. And I'm just not. I haven't been a huge fan, but I always said give him a baby face run. Do you think TK? I think this. Do you guys think he's going to position the company around Adam Cole? Like, ultimately? Mm, I do not. No? I don't think he's going to position the company out of around him, but I do think he's going to be an important shit kind of all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Kind of all mm-hmm. in and around the title picture. I don't. I could see him winning the world title with them mm-hmm. you know, at some point in that company. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's going to be ever be like, all about Adam Cole. No. I think he I think he has his genuine homegrown guys who are all young and stuff who are all going to be mega stars whether it be Sammy, Ricky, Daniel Garcia, you know, MJF whoever. I think he has enough of his own guys to really position that company in the way you know, he probably dreamt up from day 1 where Adam Cole doesn't get that spot. But I could see him being a a, a world champion over there even if I disagree, you know. And if yeah. he was like so crazy high on Adam Cole, why didn't he win the world title? For yeah, Cole? yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Well, he was busy winning the Owen Hart Invitational, and I think now coming back, um, just market. I think that he's going to hitch the wagon. I think he believes Adam Cole can like be 
a star star like crawl like yeah. for all the casuals not just the hard course well you better get and your I, sauce ready baby that's what i'm wondering like i mean damn can i deal with that but i guess i'll have to you better get we'll some see. sauce for those for that lady i will baby. say like i will say that adam cole has a lot of the attributes that you would hope for in a guy a face of the company type you know what i mean, what I mean. He's well spoken he's charming he seems like a nice guy he could wrestle his promos are fine you know i don't love him I don't like the delivery so much. I like, like you don't like story. You don't like story time with Adam Cole, yeah, baby. baby. No, but I pop for his entrance every <laughs> time. If if I was there, you would think I was Boom. the biggest Adam Cole. Mark. No, yeah. you're not going. You're not going to Revolution. I'm not going to Revolution. No. So it's kind I'm of like going. a five-ish hours, right? Yeah. Away. If it would have been at the Cow Palace, I would have gone. But instead, Dynamite in two days is at the Cow Palace, so I'm not there. If it was at the Cow Palace, I would have 100%. No, 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 I can't. I got work. <laughs> but, uh, you know. But, yeah, I wasn't it, sure. You know. We didn't talk about it. I didn't know if you were going to go to the Revolution. Um, no. Watch that Iron Man match in person. Well, no. we're going to see what happens. We're going to talk about it next week. We're going to talk about the results of Revolution. Revolution, 6,000 seats sold. They still got 3,000 to go. I think they'll get close to a sellout. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, I mean, they've been drawing good numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. From last year to this year, they're pretty consistent. They had 8,000 at last year's Revolution, so they should get around the same number. Yeah. Um, it's all about success, and I think overall, you know, I'm intrigued, and uh, I think it'll be a success. You know, AEW marches on. We'll have to talk about the results. That'll be next week. You guys got anything on the way out? Nope, that's it, man. I think it's going to be... A fun show. I think it's going to be one of those sleeper shows. You mentioned this where like the bill's not great, but the show could, you know, put bangers out. And I think that's what we have on our hands here. I'm looking at the matchups. I'm like, look, it's it's going to, it's going to be hard for this card to suck in terms of quality wrestling, you know? Sure, so, yeah. you know, I think it'll end up being a really fun show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully we get the results we want, you know, hopefully some cool shit happens too. You know what I mean? Like swerve me a little bit. I want to mm-hmm. see some, you know, I want to see something interesting, you know? But we'll see. I mean, they don't. I don't think they've ever had a bad pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right. obviously the very varying levels of how good it is, but I always think they're like pretty good to like really great. So yep. I feel like this will fall right into that pack, and I'll be happy I spent the money. You know. Yep. And there's so there's seven matches on the card. On the way out, I just want to say also we're one dynamite away, so we're we're taping this before dynamite. There is a um. Face of the Revolution ladder match on Dynamite that they said normally oh, would right, be on yeah. the pay pay per view, but obviously got an Iron Man match, so they want to yeah. trim it a little bit, which I respect. But you have Sammy Guevara, Action Andretti, great name, Powerhouse Hobbs, <laughs> Eddie Kingston, Ar Fox, Takeshita, Commander, and Ortiz a, day, a debuting a debuting commander. commander, yeah. What do you I'm guys think? About- this is what Wardlow won last year. So who do you? Yeah. This is for. Uh, is this for TNT title? Is that is that right? Face of Revolution. Is that kind of because it was last year? Yeah, it seems to be that you end up with the TNT title when you win yeah. that thing. So like, I don't know if okay. it's, that's what it is. But listen, I'm all about Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse. Give me Powerhouse Hobbs. I can see Takeshita winning just because they obviously seem very high on him. A feud. I mean, a feud with him and Joe would probably produce a couple of banger matches. You put the TNT title on Takeshita, it might get him to the next level. But do that shit with Powerhouse Hobbs instead. Hobbs and Wardlow, they had something going on too. Maybe that's what their direction. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm cheering for Powerhouse Hobbs. I can see Takeshita. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, but we'll see. We'll find out. I'm excited to see this we'll new guy. Out. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, me neither. But he's I've I've seen highlight videos of him and he does some wild looking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he makes Ray Phoenix stuff look like check it out. you know, nonsense. So we'll see. Yep. That'll be dynamite. Check it out. You got a casino battle royal as well. Anyway, we're on the road to revolution and a road to WrestleMania. Roads. roads with a plural. Uh next week we'll be gonna we're gonna review revolution in its entirety rate review and you could do that for this show rate us subscribe follow us all that fun stuff shout out to uh john petrick back in the comments dropping his knowledge uh please follow us yeah youtube subscribe and we'll see you next week this has been fun for the east west connection that's the bottom line because no sold said so